Hey, welcome to the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I am your host, Corey Stocks, and this is my co-host, Robert Maine. I am channeling my John McClane. I like it, because we're kind of Christmas still right now. It is, and I will argue day and night that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not even an argument. Yeah, but some people consider it an argument, and people are like, no, it's not a Christmas. It's just a facade of Can Christmas. Can I give the be-all, end-all argument on Die Hard being a Christmas movie? This is it. This is the one argument. This ho, is ho, the, ho. This will end everything that you say. Do no. It. Everything that you see in the movie yeah. doesn't matter. The soundtrack is a melodic version of a bunch of Christmas songs. The soundtrack... Like, they had a whole orchestra play all these songs, Christmas, but dark. Yeah. The the movie is a fucking Christmas movie. The soundtrack is fucking Christmas. It is. Go fuck yourself if you don't (laughs) think it's I'm tired of this fucking argument every goddamn year. Well, we've had it. I think we even did it last year. But besides (sighs) the point, I'm in the holiday spirit like a motherfucker. Hey, me too, Corey. How you doing there, buddy? I'm doing great. Got Santa I, I Claus do, over here. I do like this time of year. Although I don't like religion, I like saying Merry Christmas. I, I say on Christmas. I don't say it like, I'm not going to, if I walk by someone today on the sidewalk, hey, how you doing? Merry yeah. Christmas. It's not fucking Christmas. Happy holidays. Right now, yeah. it's happy holidays. Happy holidays. So, There's nothing wrong celebrating everybody else's holiday. It's America. Go I fuck am, yourself. <laughs> I am in the holiday spirit right now. But, oh, the other thing, who Pop is with, this? Yes, thank you. Um, Newfound Glory. It is Newfound Glory, yeah. and it's great. I, I don't know the song, though. At, at first, I didn't know it, like the music. It's called Xmas. But that voice kicks in. I'm like, E-X-mas. oh. Oh, <laughs> what album is this? Like, what is this I think from? it was just like a single. They're doing... Like a compilation, which, maybe, they were on or something? Yeah, it won't be home for Christmas. It's various artists. So, like... Blink-182, I Won't Be Home for Christmas. I was thinking about that song while this was playing. Forget December, something corporate. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Xmas Time, and then the Dickies, Silent Night. Yeah, keep keep that list up. We'll play uh, a few more today, or at least coming up, because we're going to start recording some. Yeah. Right before the mics. Look at that timing. Perfect. What's up, Mike? Just volume out, sorry. You're being the Grinch right What's now, up? dude. What's up, buddy? Come on. I, I don't take offense to that at all. <laughs> Let's get into our unofficial sponsors before we uh, break down the episode. Yeah. Corey, what are you drinking over there, buddy? This is so Robert. Yeah. Comes in, come, he's yeah. like, I got some goodies. And That's what the I said. Goodies I, said gu- I said goodies. Are truly uh, Both of them are. cider, I, hard seltzer. Sorry, seltzer. There you go. I, look, I was right. looking for cider next week. I have yeah. a drink for us to drink. Okay, so seltzer, cider, totally different. But seltzer, it's it's a bubbly, but it's a strawberry lemonade flavored. Yeah. I like it. I brought the strawberry lemonade and the pineapple. Those are my two favorite Truly flavors flavors from Truly. And uh, so I got them both, and I had Corey decide which one he wanted, because regardless, I'm going to enjoy mine, because they're both my favorite. Yeah. Then I also got our second Perrier? sponsor, or un- a second unofficial sponsor. God, I got to remember to say unofficial. Perrier. And then I chose a uh, Perrier pineapple flavor, which I didn't even they know they made, and strawberry, which I did know they made. Is and then I had Corey make, so he chose strawberry lemonade, truly, and then the pineapple, 
and then now I have the pineapple Perrier, and now I have the truly pineapple and the strawberry Perrier. Folks, it was an interesting social experiment he planned before he I was, even came over. Honestly, like I, I, my first thought was cider, and I was and Seven Eleven didn't have any cider. That was kind of a gamble. I had, a, I didn't think they would. Maybe Angry Orchard, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of a big or the Ace one. I don't know. Um. Strikeout. So then I saw the Trulies. The these are the tall cans, by the way. We're not drinking the yeah, little puny, big skin, guys. Uh, basic white chick ones. We're drinking the manly Trulies, by the way. Because <laughs> men like big other things. manly Trulies. <laughs> That's the joke. Um, and and then I was thinking, you know, I need some. I need to get a little hydrated. We're gonna we're gonna be on here for a while. Let's get some water. I was actually looking for a potential unofficial sponsor for another episode. Uh, liquid death. Have you had liquid death yet? The water? Yeah. Mineral water? Yeah. I have not. I mean, I know some of I was then that was my next thing. I was looking for liquid death. because I, I know some some seven elevens have it. Didn't have it. But I still wanted a seltzer, so I got for Perrier. It's the classic. It's the yeah. classic seltzer. This is the greatest like mineral water. And now they're getting into like the uh, flavors, so shout can out I, to Perrier. Can I just mention oh, that yeah. Robert um, and then, kind of like yeah. dr- drew me to this wine, so I had to buy some. I told you it was store. good, man. It's my it's favorite. Kim Crawford, our buddy Kim. With a K. Out in uh, Australia. No, no, New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Sauvignon. Down, on, down under, and then down to the, level rot, the rot a little bit. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon. I love it. Yeah, no, way. you got to Sauvignon. Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Is it like a death metal you got a little, band? Uh, um, well, I don't know. How does a New Zealand say Sauvignon Blanc? Sauvignon Blanc. I have no idea, but it, I'll have to find a clip of a, a New Zealand saying. Why Sauvignon don't we Blanc. just get a New Zealand person to call in? I wonder if a New Zealand person, cool. in their accent, tries to do a French accent trying to say Sauvignon Blanc. Does that make sense? Yes. That'd be a good actor. If they It'd be do a that. great actor. But all people from like Australia <laughs> and New Zealand and Europe and stuff I, can do accents. Flawlessly, so I, I don't. Love, I love that shit. It's, it's amazing. I love that there's like maybe, but there probably is like hundreds of different kinds of dialect del- dialects. Dialects, thank you. Just in England, I like. I love that someone that knows England really well can go hear uh, hear an accent like we hear someone from like Texas. We go, oh, they're from Texas. Yeah, they can do that with like English accents, but from to us, they all sound like English accents, basically. You, you know, know what I mean? You know, it's hilarious though. Is like. Every time I see a... That's a good game, Corey. We should start finding clips from like movies or people, and we try to figure out where is that from. That would be a good idea. It's an audio, audible thing. I'm trying to think of... Because we yeah. talk about movies a lot, and it's hard to get across movies with like a visual medium. Yeah. We talk about music. Let's like We're going to talk about some albums coming up. But but there's... um. Sorry. See now, I forgot. I got the Kim and the and the Truly on me. I got. I'm, I'm I get going. it and coffee too, but that was like a couple. I of um, I, I think that people from Europe doing American accents far superior to American people doing other accents. They just do not yeah, yeah, yeah. sound as good. Americans um, definitely can't. Not not good it's at l- it. Very limited. Yes, I feel like every almost every Amer- English person from England. Well, they do like the g- generic one. Hey, I'll, howdy, everybody. I'm going to get a gun and go vote and all that yeah. stuff. But they could probably like try to really do it in like an American yeah. accent and probably nail it. Yeah, exactly. All right. This, But this episode isn't about um, European people or accents at all. Can you put some more Christmas music on? I can. I like music in the background. I like, I don't know about you, Corey, but 
podcast, I like it to be the listener to come in and hang out, you and I, literally like it's almost like a garage and we're just chatting about stuff with like categories with music in the background because that's what we do in a garage. We'd have like a, someone would have the iPod in the background the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that kind of feeling. The radio feel, like when you have interviews and stuff, I like the the NPR feel, you know, that kind of stuff. But I like the hangout. You got music? I'm waiting. I'm trying to I fill, fill my Oh, they're going to play the more punk rock stuff. You want punk rock? It's the same stuff that you were talking about. These Teskey brothers, dude. Is this Christmas? Oh, yeah, I hear the samples. Oh, leave it on, leave it on, leave it on. I like it. I like it, DJ. But coming up, let's maybe play some more uh, punk rock. Uh, we got to Truly Perry. Oh, one of our bigger unofficial sponsors. Um, good friend of mine. I like to call him a good friend. I haven't seen him in a long time because he moved away. And I'm very sad about that. My friend Ian Hoey, um, one of the greatest guys you know. He's just one of those dudes. He's like you, Corey. Honestly, he's just never angry or sad. I've never like you're just you're just one of those dudes. Yeah, you're giving me the smile right now. And and he's super Christian, so you'd probably like him too. Um, I used to play in uh, shows with him in his band. His sister was a really good singer. They were in a band called The Inheritance. Um, we'll play them in a second because they were fun. I played, I filled in a show for them once. Uh, but he's just an entrepreneur. Not only a great drummer and a musician, but he's also just he's worked at he worked at Fearless for a long time and done these little just businesses. And now he's I think he lives in, o, in uh, Boise, Ohio. He's got a new company called SOS. I'm wearing their new oh that's wind, super cool windbreaker. Um, I forget what it stands for, but we're going to find out in a second because I got a present from my friend Corey uh, because I was one of the first custo- online customers. I just wanted to just one thing and I just wanted like a sweatshirt or something and I saw this gray windbreaker thing. I was like, That's super oh, cool. It's nice. And they gave me a free t-shirt and I'm going to give my, my friend Corey the t-shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, dude. Hey, what size do you wear? XL. Perfect. That's what I got. So. Oh, that's really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy more stuff because I want this shirt, but I want to give it to you. And it stands stands for, I think, on the back it says "Sink or Swim, Always Afloat." Oh, I love that, dude. So there you go, Corey. Thanks. Happy holidays, Merry, buddy. It, it's Christmas early. Yeah, I got I got more presents for you, but I wasn't expecting it. It was like a free yeah. promotional promotional thing. So that's thanks, awesome. Ian. Thanks, dude. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind him having him on the podcast someday and promote his shit. Heck yeah. And, like maybe be an official sponsor. Oh yeah, that would maybe? be wonderful. Well, I know you would, but I'm, I hope he thinks it's wonderful. Um, so shout out to SOS. Um, let me figure out um, what they're how like how you guys can find them. Um, I know I have. A, we can talk about the next one next week. We don't have to go over that one. Corey, what'd you what'd you do this week? What did I do this week? Yeah. This week marked a very very important. Moment. Oh shit! Animal Crossing <laughs> holidays started. He's like, yeah, I'm, t- I'm gonna take my, I'm, I'm out, I'm leaving. Oh, you, you can keep going, just keep going. So, if you don't know Animal Crossing, it is a procedural game. Um, it is a game that takes place during real time, and the. Real-time game elements are that it... Robert, of course, walked out for all this. 
What? I am not yet. He just he he left. He's leaving us. He just quit the show. Um but anyway, Animal Crossing it is set in a real-time sort of thing. It you celebrate all the holidays. Um Animal Crossing started having snow in it and that's pretty amazing i feel really weird because i'm sitting here talking about animal crossing i'm still talking this is the most awkward thing ever um so yeah that's my life sitting here all alone talking about animal crossing in my room i told you that he's the grinch don't He's stealing the holidays. Anyway, Animal Crossing. Um, it started snowing. You can build snowmen. You can get buy toys at the shop for the new holiday. And now that I'm talking to myself about Animal it's Crossing. It's just an updated version of, of uh, Farmville. That's all it is. It's so good. With little character. That's all it is. Love it. Yeah, Liz and I play together. It's kind of a thing we do together. Um... Sorry to make fun of it. Yeah. I know a lot of people like it. I, I, I see y'all on on Reddit talking about it, so I'm not talking shit. The holidays have I'm begun. I'm just jealous. I'm just well, jealous I have a community like that, too. I don't have a Nintendo. What do you have? <laughs> Switch. Play? Nintendo that, Switch. Is that the only way you can play it? It is. For Ready? this one, there's multiple games, but this is the newest, you know, version. Okay. That's cool. That's literally all you've been doing in teaching people? I've been doing that, teaching people, young people. All right. I and oh. I'm also very excited for NFG doing their Christmas show on oh. Friday. Got, um, I'm kind of bummed. I have to miss it. But you'll be there in spirit. I and it'll be, on it, but then it'll I be... Got a, yeah, I got a job. I wasn't planning on working at all in December, and I'm way too fucking busy now. It'll be available after, too, so oh. it'll be good. That'd be cool. So yeah, NFG playing playing uh, some Christmas music, doing skits. I'm excited. I did see like their trailer. That's pretty. It's funny. gonna be really yeah. cool. And I have like like they have some cameos. And stuff They're just too. the best dudes. They they do everything for you know their what? fans. Forty freaking songs the last time they played online. I know it's this is maybe tr- this is just me and you talking. Forget the listener right now. They're not listening right now. That thing I was talking about before we lit up the the mics about the whole bracket thing yeah instead of the song i was playing for the intro that ding, 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 i want to do nfg's eye of the tiger that's the song yeah that's there you go dan, 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 like their version is this this is on air yeah but it, it reminded me i wanted to play the other song and then i was doing some more digging for like some better yeah. like, intro songs but that helped me Okay, hey, hey, listeners. Hey, hey, we're recording a podcast. Uh, sorry, sorry, yeah. Look at that. Um, SOS Apparel. Uh, all, uh, so, so I found them on uh, Instagram or on Facebook. And how you can find them is... Okay, this is kind of hard. Ian, come on, buddy. So, always a float. Facebook.com slash so always a float. Does that make sense? Kind of hard. that's kind of, that's a tough handle, man. We can put it in the um. Yeah, we'll tag them. We'll tag them. Not talking shit. I love you. Oh, they also have one. Maybe it's SOS dot apparel. Maybe that's their Instagram thing. Yeah, but just 
this type of check S- them out though. SOS like, apparel. They're, it's really nice material. Like man, and feel I feel this jacket. Yeah, this shirt it's not feels like, great. It's like almost like paper, but yeah. not like cheap. It's it's. I don't say paper. It's, it probably sounds cheap, but it's it's, it's awesome. lighter than that Thursday windbreaker yeah. I have. You know what I mean? And, I, and that T-shirt's really. Good I really too. like that motto, like sink or swim, yeah. always afloat. It's very positive. Always. I like it. And it's very Love close it. to so so. Just add one more O to that, buddy. So that's the uh, little is SOS our last unofficial. Yeah, that's the yeah. last unofficial. Uh, we talked about. All right, give me some punk rock. That's all you want some punk rock. Oh, look at that timing again. Perfect. Boom, dude. Give me some punk rock. Fuck yes. I was I was thinking about this song earlier. I had a great week this week. I worked on a the second half of that John Legend video I talked about last week. Um. That first day, unfortunately, something came up and he was unable to, f- to film that day. Can't talk about it. Uh, but uh, last Thursday, he was. Finished it. All great. And he was looking fantastic, man. The suit he had on. Fuck, I want that suit. It was like this velvet, but not all velvet. It was like, not four de lis, but that, you know, that Levy kind of, you know, the four de lis uh, French thing? Yeah. And all the Levy kind of. It was like that material, not the fruit. Classy, man. And that was all. Uh, John Legend is a legend. And I won't get into too much of it because I, I want to plug this video when it comes out because this, all the videos I work on, this one, I'm really excited to see. And I love the song. The song is great. It's a good song. We'll play it. I'll play it. You can look it up. It's called Minefields. But when it comes yeah. out, I'll play the song. So good. Uh, or did I play it last week? I think I yeah, did. Yeah, we did. I think I did. We did, but I love it. Well, listen to last week because um, we're playing fucking Christmas music right now. Um, but uh, yeah, the artist is uh, Fauzina. It's kind of a tough name. She is just man. She is great. I, th- I think I talked about last time on the on the other video how great she was. Second day, just the same. Just loved every minute of it. Was just happy and said thank you to everybody. And she looked fabulous. And, and she's great. And John was a little quiet. Um, I get to. In- I didn't really interact with him too much. Um, excuse me. I'm all burpy from truly. But it was pretty great when we were doing takes with just him and we'd had the playback going and the playback would cut. And he was actually playing the piano. We had a piano tuner come out and tune the piano just to make sure it was like up to his standards. Out in the middle of a fucking field, by the way. We're in the middle of Simi Valley. It's uh, Big Sky Ranch. It's this huge studio ranch out there. And uh, so we we made a piano tuner come out in the middle of a field and tune the piano. And then uh, when playback was like done playing, he'd be he wouldn't expect it, so he'd be sitting there playing and singing, and he'd be quiet and just him playing, be like holy shit, that's John Legend playing for. And then he'd like stop but for like a second. We would like have like a mini version of a John Legend uh, concert right there. So awesome, dude. yeah. And he was a great uh, sport too, man. We made him sit out in this field, listen to the same song over and again, and we put all this like uh, fake snow in his face and. He was out there, like he was cool. He was very quiet. Uh, at one point, uh, I was hanging. Uh, his makeup artist was right next to me, and I was kind of talking with him because you have to go like someone that level. You have to go through some levels. Even though I was a second AD, and my job is literally to deal with yeah talent. Talent, yeah. I had three people. I had to base maybe four people. I had to talk to to get through to like make John do something. I had my like producer, and then like their te- like. Then their rep, and then he had a bodyguard, and then it was like if he wanted to sign it or not. 
but uh, his makeup artist I was dealing with a lot. And while he was performing, I turned to her and go, or no, it was, it was a guy, I'm sorry. I, I got turned to him and go, wow, man, like, this guy, like, he's pretty good, huh? <laughs> and he, like, at first he was like, wait, do you not, like, look, give me the face, like, do you not know who Jen, John Legend is? And, like, then he got like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. I thought it was a good joke. He laughed. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, he was he was a good sport. Uh, cool video. It's going to probably come out probably in a couple months or so. Directed by Kyle Coogan, who I'd love to have on the show someday. Kyle, if you hear this, uh, from Simeon. And uh, that's basically my week. That's all I did. It was a long day. It was 16 hours. I was out there from 6 to 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. So 16 hours. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 16 hours. And then drop off. So I went to Warner Brothers. That was cool. Oh, I saw the pictures. Pick up, I had to pick up a piano. That was fun. I got to go up the elevator and see all the props. You had to drive a truck? Yeah. It, 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 you, Big ass truck. And to get to the property the props department you have to take up kind of a long not it's not scenic at all but a long route to get around it's all you just see the gas stations and the trucks all yeah. parked but it's like hey i'm driving on warner brothers i i love it i'd nerd out when i do that kind of shit yeah, yeah. working in hollywood it's fun your, man that's your fucking job dude yeah and then this week i got some two jobs uh i got a, a, a toyota commercial and the second one i'm not gonna mention yet I'll mention it next week, but it's another big one. Like, and it's really cool. Like, I'm really excited about it. So, good stuff. Yeah, man. Very. Uh, we're very lucky. Cheers, man. Cheers to your to your kid. Oh, you drank all of that already? Yeah, I'm done. Look, feel how much I have left. Oh yeah. You know we have like another hour on this podcast. All right. Well, at least you have another. Three fourths of the bottle of wine, next I, and you're not no driving. Way. I gotta, yeah. But I'm yeah. teaching tomorrow, so I gotta, you know. If you have a hangover, just watch it. Just show a video. That's what teachers with hangovers do, anyways. Um, you didn't put what you were viewing on the outline, I so didn't. I, don't, I don't know how to set you up. I because we're gonna talk now. Personally reviewed. Oh yeah, you did. Are you ready me. for it? You did tell me, but you didn't put it on you the, ready? the outline like a professional. Are you ready? Touche Amore's live stream. That is actually, I'll say this is awesome and totally punk rock, and this is why I love this band. Can Free. I, can I put them on? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some music after. Yeah, that let me, let me uh, go though, ahead and. Although I love Jimmy World, let me go ahead and. Uh, I'm just gonna play their, their last. Pat it bit. down, dude. Um. So, so people don't know. Like, so people don't know who Touche Amore is. So, and they played a lot of music off of this one. They played for 40 minutes, which is awesome. Um, they played a 40-minute set on YouTube and streamed it, and it's free. Oh, you wow. can go on YouTube and watch Those it for free. Those fucking guys, man. They're, they're just, I love this band. They're just so punk. I love them. Um, and they they didn't disappoint. They're so talented. Um, I didn't know what to expect because you know when you watch like live streams, you're, it's kind of hit or miss. Either it's gonna sound really good, depending on the quality they have, you know. Um, and they had they had good quality sound on it. Um, They're all the bands are getting better at it. At yeah. first it was just like, let's do it on Zoom and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And now these production companies are having to pivot and go, oh, or especially live uh, crews. They're like, okay, we can't do concerts, so we gotta fucking pivot. I know a few people that did it right away and now we're that's their living now for probably the next 10 years is this kind of stuff it's not going away it's yeah not, it's not 
So it's a new medium. It's kind of cool. It is. At first, it was like I think kind of against it, but honestly, now they're getting really good at it. It's but when creative. you're when you're off tour and you're not touring, you could do one of these live streams. It's one night. Well, at least like the more like you know, more production version of yeah. these, like that, like fever, like the see, did you see the fever one they did? I did not. It was like the bottom, the floor, and the three sides around them were all video screens. Oh, that's it. the background is video e screen on on the on two chase, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're getting. It's almost like a live music video. They're starting to start do like start 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 doing. Actually, yeah. that's the vibe I got from it. Was so like total live. Like so, where they where they do it from? I don't know. I don't they know where say they were. like. No, it's like another no, thing to say. Like, it'll probably say it'll New probably Jersey say in the in the the stream. Thursday one I did, which is coming up, which I want to, or I'll just mention it now. Uh, I bought the Thursday one; it's coming up. Uh, go to Thursday.net and find that one because it's pretty cool. If you're unemployed, you can go on Thursday.net and get the live stream for free and get free merch. Now, is this one that's already been shown? V2? No, it's a new one. Oh, it's a new one. Uh, I hope it's a fucking new one because I yeah. just bought the tickets. I think it is. Cause it's been a few months since the last one. Yeah. Yeah, version two. That's what V.2 means. It's like version two. Yeah, I got it. Um, but yeah, if you are unemployed or just say, man, just on low income and you want a free Thursday shirt, you can go on Thursday.net and get a free Thursday yeah. shirt right now. Um, and they, they have like a poster or something like that, too. Just it's so cool. Great, and then yeah. And then on top of that, what I did on, I think it's the ticket, you can buy the ticket, you can get it for free. Or you can buy the ticket plus a donation. It's where you add to like the unemployment fund. Yeah. So you're like kind of covering someone else. Yeah. It's not coming out of like Thursday's pocket. Per se. Like it's not coming out of their percent. Like it's 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 not negative money for them. That's just yeah. But it's helping them and the person like wanting to see it. So I did that for us too because I know we're probably gonna watch that together. And yeah, we I got, will. I got the four year strong one too. Nice. Yeah. So. But Sorry, continue. You go through your streams. But all these, scale. yeah, these li- live like I said, streams. Yeah, all the bands are doing super them Super cool. Yeah. Um, this one was really good. The quality was awesome. This, like, I feel like the scenes they picked for the background were yeah. super cool. Like the colors and all that. It's kind of representative of the album. Was it like, a screen art. or was it a projector? It was a. Tell? It looked like a screen. Okay. Cause it was bright. Pro- it was some of the really bands like do projector like onto the band like from. It was audience. no. It was it was a back a screen gotcha. in the back. Okay. okay. Um, the cinematography, of course, like the filming of it was really good. It looked like a music video quality, like kind of. Um, do you think it? Do you think it was pre-recorded or do you think it was actually live? It was live. Okay. You can tell it's well, live. I hear you, but some. Uh, you still gotta doubt something. I'm not saying against. Or it. or wait, wait. It was pre-recorded. I thought you meant like were they actually playing? Yeah, they were actually playing live, live. But it was you weren't watching it in the moment. Right. Like they recorded a it delay. ahead of time. It's like a delay or something. They recorded it ahead of time. You no, know, like, nothing against it. Yeah, I I would rather them take the time to make it cool. Although seeing it actually live is they cool. did. Yeah, they did. But you know. Reality happens, and you know maybe a guitar fucks up, and yeah, take two seconds and go edit it real quick. Well, essentially, no, it's not edited. I don't think it's edited not at like all. That, but but just transitions and stuff, titles. Yeah, I guess what I was saying is they recorded it like a week before. They did the live performance a week before and right. then streamed it. Gotcha. Um, the uh the ke- their chemistry together the the like band is really good they just they vibe on what they're doing the singer is awesome like he's 
he's a champ. He's all over the place. Like, you can tell he's very much into it. Um, I think the, like, the emotional impact for me is heavy because this record is just so beautifully written. Like, it's, it's like, tragic at the same time of having, like, a hopefulness to it at times. Um, and... I, like watching these songs played live was amazing. I I wanted to go to their tour, but you know everything probably, shut you, down. We probably would have too. Yeah, I I would have. Yeah. The, these guys are just killing it. Um, this record is great. Didn't, didn't get nominated for a Grammy though. They missed out. It was a bummer, but yeah, you know I'm rooting for them. They're doing good things. A lot of people like them. They have a huge following. Yeah. So good on them. Um, I gave the entire thing as a whole and it's free too so you can go watch this 84 um i think it's really good so compared um, to like uh i know you've watched like some pop bands and stuff um what's like a in the vein of this band what's another stream you watch did you watch the thursday one you didn't did you that one too that was fucking sick. i watched devil wears prada okay it was good that was wonder, okay you watched the wonder years one didn't you the Wonder Years was incredible. okay. That's a good example. Oh so, how God. would you maybe compare the two, like Wonder Years versus this one? Oh, um, they're kind of screamy pop punk punk. It's it. The, those two bands these, can open up for the, each other. These two bands are just on another level. Like I know, but if you had to choose, which one? Who's was better? The um, Wonder Years or TJ Moore? Go. Wonder Years. Like, okay. Just I know you've. I know you've. Uh, I've. I love the Wonder Years. Yeah, I know you do. I, I like their singer. Nothing against the Touche one. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their singer, just like his lyrics and stuff and like what he's about is... I'm not talking about the music. I'm talking yeah. about the production of the live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, they're different. This one feels a little more music video-y. Wonder Years felt a lot more like you're at a live show, like a concert, like gotcha. right up front at a concert. Okay, which one would you prefer, though? Give me a fucking answer, Corey. Wonder Years, because they okay. did a blink. They did the Blink set. Perfect. They did blink One Eighty Two. Moving set. on. Yeah. We got a lot of podcasts. Thank you. Right, what the hell are you reviewing? Do you have another one? Do you have something else to review? Is that, is that it? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I have a movie and an album. It's kind of a mixture of both of yours. Uh, I should have went first. You should have kind of sandwiched it, but it's okay. That's what she said. I'm gonna pause you down a little bit because um, I have some music to play. Um, here we go. I reviewed a movie that's on streaming on Netflix now. Directed by David Fincher, based on the dealings of the movie Citizen Kane. And if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, go fucking watch Citizen Kane, please. Just I know it's homework. It's gonna feel like homework if you've never seen it. I know. But once you're done, you're gonna go, oh, oh no, I get it. I don't know. I get I it now. Loved every second of that. I movie. know, but. Before you see it, everyone says, oh, Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane, it's black and white, black and white, 1940, whatever. And you get turned off. I understand that. With Pixar and all the CGI. But if if you try to put your feet back in that time, you're going to realize how impactful and crazy that movie was. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Mank. M-A-N-K. Mank. Um, it's... Uh, based on Herman J. Mankiewicz. He's a famous uh, screenwriter who wrote Citizen Kane. Um, this is David... Uh, so the story, the backstory about this movie... This is the soundtrack, by the way. Um, so David Fincher wanted to make this movie like years ago. 
and the production company that he worked for, I forget what they were called, um, they were all in on David Fincher. He was like, you know, seven in Fight Club. He was, he, he was David Fincher already. And they're like, yeah, basically, whatever you want to do, let's do it. And he's like, well, I want to do this movie about Citizen Kane and Mankiewicz. I don't want to shoot it in black, black and white. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not releasing anything in black and white. And he's like, well, it's got to be black and white. And they're like, yeah, 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 no, no, it's not going to happen. So what else you got? And so he moved on. And it's based on a screenplay that his dad wrote, Jack Fincher. And unfortunately, what sucks is he wrote it like that was a time his dad kind of wrote it. I think a few years before that. And so his dad was alive. But I think a few years uh, recently, his dad passed away. So his dad wasn't able to see this movie, which sucks. Um, but, hey, Netflix came around. Who, who knew Netflix was going to be around and throwing money around? And David Fincher has given them tons of Emmys with Netflix, uh, with uh, House of Cards and and Mindhunter and yeah, he's just why well, you can't you Netflix is yeah. killing it with those because they care about they the people. Yeah, they want that. they're like they you want know those what? fucking Oscars yeah. so bad, and they're like you know what these guys know what they're doing. Let's let them do their thing. We don't care. And, and that's yeah. like Roma. Think about it, black and white. Roma, incredible movie. I th- but. Fincher's a different animal. Man. He is crazy. He, he is notorious like, of doing like even like a Marvel movie. Let's say it has a big budget, a certain scene. Maybe they do five to ten takes. Maybe you know that's just like with dialogue. I'm not yeah. talking like special effects. Like that could be a lot of takes. Maybe just like a pre-planned Fincher. Just dialogue back and forth, two like two people talking, maybe three cameras going at once. On f- well, no, he's doing dig- digital now, but he'll do fifty takes. Yeah, like you gotta get it. Fucking takes, exact. bro. Like, do you know how long? That's but that's why his days. movies are so good. It's it's rare, I'm sure, but he's he is notorious for doing that kind of stuff. So, on a movie like this, it's shot in black. So now, fast forward, Netflix threw a bunch of money, and now he's getting in, being able to make. What he wants to make, and he made Mank, uh, starring uh, Gary Oldman. Uh, Amanda Seyfried is great. Um, I wait, def- Amanda Seyfried. What else? Um, Those are the two names you're probably gonna like. You're gonna know, and there's a bunch of like faces in this movie you're really gonna recognize. Little Women. No. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're saying? Like, what is she from? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, mean Girls. Mean Girls. She's yes. the one that tries to make Fletch happen. But she's been doing like yeah, she's, bigger stuff, she's right? Great. Like Mamma Mia. She, she's great. She kills this role. Um, yeah. I liked I liked, oh. I liked the, the give and take between just, her and Mank. Just wait. Wait. Okay. Just give me a minute. Give me a second. I fucking love Mamma Mia. You want to talk about I almost a movie? spit out my truly. I will do Meryl Streep. Well, and come on. I can't. Amanda I can't debate Meryl Streep. She's a goddamn queen. But yeah. Oh my god. Abba. I love Abba. Abba's like one of my favorite things. Listeners, you hear what I'm having to deal with? Her you deal basis? with me. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it. Dancing for you guys. Queen. Come on. I know the songs, Corey. Freaking Waterloo, dude. Okay. It. Anyway, it's sorry. Also, listeners, he he likes that, and then also likes the most. Midsummer. I know yeah. that's not the most gory thing, but those, that's the <laughs> spectrum. I'm having I have like I have, I have like ADHD with movies and stuff. But no, I love you. Um, I, but, lo- I love that you do that. Yeah, I love that you but, have that. But Amanda Seyfried, awesome. Um, ooh, yeah, 
and Gary Oldman, you can't lose with him. He's, He's going to get a nomination, if not the Oscar, if they have Oscars this year. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, I, I could see her getting um, the nomination for Best Supporting, if not the award. She was great. I mean, I don't know who else is out there for fucking these awards this year. Um, so basically, it's the story of the story of Citizen Kane. It sounds yeah. it sounds even more boring than Citizen Kane. Well, it's, is it, have you seen Hitchcock? It's about Hitch, ha- Alfred Hitchcock. 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 Alfred Hitchcock? It's about Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. Who? Who's that? Fred Hitchcock? Is that who you said? Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred. Alfred. Like Batman. He wrote mo- He wrote books or movies or something? You know what? <laughs> I have no idea what to do with this information. This is improv. You're, you're screwing. Yes you are messing the rules me are Yes up. and. Yes, I know who Alfred Hitchcock is and the fucking movie. Very Hitchcockian, um, a little bit. It's it's definitely in the vein of Orson Welles. There's well, I was talking more like, oh. have you seen Hitchcock the movie? Yes, it's similar, right? Is that Gary Oldman? Like it's got the background. No, like, well, Anthony Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, but like biopic kind of of the movie. No. No, 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 not at all. It's not about the making of Citizen Kane. No, there's no film. You don't see the filming of Citizen Kane. It's it's the writing of <laughs> Citizen Kane. That's even more meta. It's very boring. It's, like crazy. it's very boring. If uh, I'll I'll do I'll tell you guys this uh, before you watch it. Um, if you are not a fan of like 1920s to 1950s dialogue, type black and white movies, not even well in the dialogue, but dialogue, like the type dialogue. of movies, the black and white. Um, it's and don't go thinking it's a seven or a Fight Club or a game or a Benjamin <laughs> seven. Button. It's this is not David Fincher trying to be David Fincher. This yeah. is David Fincher. Giving praise to what those the movies that laid the foundation of what he's able to do now with a twist of what he's able to do. Well, I've like, also heard on, this is on f- digital. I'm I'm guaranteed. There's no way they shot this on film. If I'm correct, like if this is the same movie, I'm thinking like people were saying it's kind of like a celebration of oh, yeah. Hollywood, like yeah. just old Hollywood. And that's why it's gonna win all the Oscars. Yeah, because ho- Oscars they love like to stroke Hollywood themselves. Yeah, yeah. and for sure. I, Hey, I'm in that boat. I fucking love movies about movies, and Me I love I love this movie. And I, and I, I listened to uh, the Film Vault, another podcast about movies, and they destroyed this movie. And I was thinking, you know what? Fuck you guys! Like, don't go in trying to like destroy this movie. I'm supposed to go in trying to celebrate, yeah, what this movie's trying to accomplish and what was in the past. And David Fincher, there's a it. there's a lot of people. I, though, saw, I watched like, it twice, by the way. I watched it twice in the fucking two weeks it's gonna air but there's a lot of people that'll go in to these types of movies with like this like heady ideology this is for it's like film this nerds this is for like the ultimate yeah but sometimes this is not for marvel audiences at all yeah but sometimes you just get, you gotta let go with these types of movies and like in take in the information like the way i watch these the context in which i watch these movies is like i'm gonna glean information from this and it's gonna be dope that's why I liked Hitchcock. Hitchcock. I win a lot of dope. Jeopardy categories just because of movies. Yeah. And it's based on history. Like, I know a lot about Troy from the movie Troy. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And you, you know can't, know? like, you can't go into it being like, you weren't there. You don't know what it's like. This is this is a movie made by people who, uh, who are, like, either there right now or who have been there for a long time. And I'm not. Okay. Well, I'll get to my scrutiny scale. I'm going to be a dick. I'm, I'm sorry. Not saying, and, and I'll say this in my scrutiny scale. This movie's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not 100%. Close though. It's very 
Yes. Oh, this um, music is bomb. Music now. is great. Let's go through this. Let me go through my screen scale. Actually, now we're talking about it. Music is great. Um, it's of the time. It's it's a little. Oh, by the way, can you guess who wrote the music? No, that's. I'll give you a hint. David Fincher movies, recent David Fincher movies. Who has famously? I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a bigger hint. Who wrote the music for the Social Network? I don't know. Oh, how t- I, I'm not. I'm not good with it's composers. Kind of I think Except he won, for like John I think he won the Oscar that year. Uh, not Tr- John Williams. Um, Trent Reznor. Oh, Nine Inch Nails, dude, and Atticus Finch. Like those two guys. For since Social Network, I think it might have done something before that, but Social Network is the one they like. Oh, yeah, Trent, was like, you guys are my and guys. Trent Reznor is. And if you listen a to genius. yeah, if you listen to Nine Inch Nails and Social Network, and you go, oh yeah, I get it, and then he writes this, like this kind but, of stuff, but and, and fucking nails it. Like no, this, but you would think th- this is music of the time. No, like this is music they wrote. For but the it's movie. it's and the cool thing is it's written with the pace. Is these punk rock? Because he he's a fucking oh. punk rock. He's a punk rocker. Electronic, can, electronic punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be specific, but yes. they can, they can do that though. His mind thinks in like space. In this, like jazz is all about the space and the space between and I, the notes. I bet it's you, dope. Fincher Love gave it. them a general ruck, a rough cut, and was like, right to the movie, dude. This, I you, forget there, the movie. There's a lot of walk and talk in the studios. It's it's cool. They they filmed actual um, at MGM. Yeah, I don't know which where they actually filmed, but a lot of walk and talk and but so forget the, the cigarettes and and dames and it's like this is like walk and talk music, you know? And like, yo, we're gonna make some movies here, yeah. dude. Forget the movie. Like this makes me wanna just walk around with a cigarette and like snap yeah. my fingers. So, so good. The, the music, five across. Yeah. Cinematography. Amazing. The lighting on this is great. A lot of the scenes, especially black and white, man, um, so good. A lot of most of the majority of this movie takes place in his like condo in in Victorville, where he's yeah. he has a broken leg and he's getting over. He's 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 getting better from his broken uh, broken leg while riding Citizen Kane, and so it's it's kind of boring that way. But there's she has a, he has a funny nurse and a, another uh, he has two nurses that are really funny. He has a, a manager that comes in and Orson Welles. This guy comes in. Plays Orson Welles that nails so good. I loved it. Um, One of my faves. And but on some of the scenes because it's uh, and the condo is on a soundstage and on uh, not all of them but some of them it's like when they fade like the scene ends and it starts fading out like the people will fade out but the lights in the background will stay up just a little bit longer and then fade out. It's kind of stagey. Very very play. Love that kind of stuff. Acting five across the boards. Everyone in this movie is fucking incredible and nailed it. I, I nothing against it. Writing, the dialogue, I loved it. The banter, I mean, you can't say this is like supposed to be like a true story, but you can't. You don't. We're not gonna know what Mank said to his brother in his fucking condo while he's making. You know, it's like this, but it's good drama. Um, it's it's the storytelling in this is very Citizen Kane. It's fast forward, going back. Fast forward, going back, and David Fincher rel- relays this to you. You have to kind of figure it out on your own, but um, more than more than often, he he puts a little uh, subtext on the on the screen that's like a screenplay exterior, 
Hertz Castle. Love it. Flashback, 1932. So it kind of gives you like the space bar, and then it fades out into the scene. So you're like, okay, this is a flashback. We're going back. And it goes a lot. You're going to have to keep track. It's a lot of flashbacks. Um, so the writing, five across the bar, though, it's great. Um, overall, five across the board. The only thing I docked this on, I, I gave this a 99.9. Literally. Whoa, what's the one thing? The 1.1 thing is I appreciate, but it got kind of annoying through the entire movie. David Fincher realizes that 99.9% of the people that are going to watch this movie, especially in this time, are going to watch it at home, on their phone, yeah. their tablet, not in a screen yeah. where it's supposed to, which I, I would have loved to see this. I'm some, sometime I hope I do. He made the people talking in the movie sound like you're hearing it from inside a theater. It sounds clear, and at first it's kind of like distracting and annoying. Yeah, but halfway through the movie, you kind of forget about it. It's kind of you just get used to so it. So it sounds but more like there's more room in the. It's it's not like an echo or a reverb, but it just sounds like you're sitting in the back row of a theater, in an old school theater, not like a new digital one, but an old school film theater, and you're hearing it as you're hearing it in the theater. If that makes sense. So I appreciate what he was going for. But it was kind of annoying. And then he, he did do the little like cigarette burn thing on the top right corner, like in Fight Club, where he points to it. And it's when the the, the yeah the guy, the projectionist has to change it. It's a fucking digital David Fincher. Like, I appreciate what you're going for. It's a little Quentin Tarantino, but it's you're shooting on digital. You didn't. I don't think you shot this on film. So uh, it's kind of, you know, auto tuny. I so get, finish. Because then I'm going to start. Okay, What'd you get it? 99? 99.9. 99.9. Yeah. And you just came your pants. I just came. Um, can I say something about black and white movies? Don't be racist. I love them. I okay. love them. Dude, like, freaking... My One of my favorite... My favorite movie of the last year was black and white. Name it. Uh, Lighthouse. Yeah. Can I give you a little uh, inf- uh, fun fact about that movie that I found out about? Do it. That movie was literally shot on cameras from the 1930s and 40s. It's not Ma- like they Mank? No, your movie Lighthouse. It's not like they got like new Panasonic cameras yeah. that shoot film and shot shot it on film like Quentin Tar- on well, maybe not Quentin but Dude. Scorsese. Lighthouse is like they got so fucking hipster and, and nerdy. The film geek in me is dying. They right now. the uh, the producers and the the DP were just like here's a shitload of money. Hey, Do hey Panasonic, what do you got in the basement? And there were, and then probably people they dusted basement, it off, and they were probably excited. Like, you guys want to use this? Yeah, go for it. So, so sick. Yeah. I, and it, Roma, Roma is the same way for me. Yeah. I like you. Ever since you explained to me how they did the like the ocean scene with like the the glass thing where they're like walking out. Like, it's like the I, John Legend video I worked that, on. That moment, and I'm not like attributing my love for film to you because fuck you, but <laughs> um, I have looked at those things no now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, but I've looked at the technical aspects of movies, and that's why I want to watch this so much is because I feel like I'm going to love it 
for its technical aspect. I want to rewatch Citizen Kane because of yeah. it. I, I was planning on rewatching it before I watched it the second time. Robert, like, Robert, I can attribute to you. But I got to say, though, you don't, I don't think you really need, you don't need to watch Citizen Kane yeah. to watch this movie. Yeah. Well, no, you do. You did at least once. But, but you don't need to watch it fresh to watch Yeah. It, if that makes sense. You'll, but, you'll get it. But I will attribute to you. Being the person that made Liz and I both watch Citizen Kane, probably quite possibly one of the most important movies ever created. It is, man. So that's a that's pretty awesome. He, that Orson Welles changed the game. Yeah, he was a little punk rock. Yeah, and, and the, gritty. The yeah. same with probably like Lighthouse Art. Oh, maybe not Lighthouse, but RKO, the uh, studio at the time, yeah. gave him free reign, free Do money, it. no studio notes, no nothing. Well, and he got to make dude, what he wanted to make, and. and that's what happens. The man, he got the to make man one of the greatest wrote, movies of all time. Let me just say this. The man wrote one of my favorite books of all time. Orson Welles? Yeah. What? The, uh, the, um... <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, my God. He's I not lost much of a writer. It, well, no, 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 no. Okay, little... so it was a radio show. Oh, But the, yeah, one of my favorite things ever. War of the Worlds. Yeah, War of the Worlds is brilliant. He didn't it's write that. So that was, uh... Jerk. Then he, he. I can't remember his name. But still, um, th- he worked on it, and it's it's incredible. He didn't write Citizen Kane. He get he got an Oscar for it. It was yeah. the only Oscar. But he, if you watch the All of Mank, at the very you'll end, find out, you'll yeah. find out. Okay, what happens? Um, so we'll. Do, I'll definitely. I got that. one more thing to scrutinize, but I gotta pee really bad. Me too. We're drinking Kim, and yep. so I'm going to review the new Dangerous Summer album. So I'm gonna stick I'm, around I'm for gonna, it. I'm gonna lead us out with one of their new songs. So you can hear it, and then we're gonna come back. This is the t- the first track on it called. Fuck them all. I like that. So here I like we go. it. We'll be back. See ya.
we're back with the So So Scrutiny podcast. <sighs> that was a good pee. It was. We're drinking dude. too much booze, man. We are. Listening it is that time of year, though. <laughs> it is. Uh, the Dangerous Summer. We're listening to the new EP that I'm about to uh, review right now. It's called "All That Is Left of the Blue Sky." You know that song right now. As I came back in, I was listening to it a little bit. Yeah. Sounds like Seaway a little bit. Like his voice yeah. and everything. I like it. I think Seaway is trying to sound like them because they've been around for a while. Yeah, Dangerous Summer's been around for a long time. I feel like I saw them once and didn't even know it. And I was like, those guys are dope. Yeah, when I first... It's actually kind of one dude. Like Rocket Summer. <laughs> the Dangerous Summer and the Rocket Summer are very similar. Um, been around for a long time. I like the guy's sound. I like... I've always been a fan of his like progressions that he does and... It's just simple, but kind of semi-complex. And this is a good example. I would love you, Corey, right now to try to figure out the timing of this song. I brought you in the dawn of my haze. I was dying that on one threw me off. Right. I'm lucky the whole song. Yeah, yeah, I was I was counting it. I was counting it like one. So it's it's nine seven, which adds up to sixteen, and that's two bars of eight. I was when I first figured it out, I did the same thing. I was like, wait, what is this? This is weird. Like a weird pause in the beginning. I was like, oh, different timing. I love that kind of shit. I love weird timing. So I thought it was gonna be a little bit more, literally like nine. Five or nine, like a weird number that doesn't make sense. But when you add up nine and seven, it's sixteen divided by four, and it's four bars of four. So ready? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two. When he drops out right now, you're gonna. The listener will probably be able to feel the vibe a little bit better. It's a little bit more 8-8 when he drops out. That dropout, or the kick should be... See, that feels a little bit better, right? In your chest, like... I like that song a lot. This next fucking song, I got major problems with, and I want you and the listener to try to tell me. I think you're gonna know which song it, sa- it sounds just like. Because I think a band has a case to get sued on. I woke up on Magnolia. What does that sound like, Corey? The guitar? The whole song. I'll start I'll start from the top, because the beginning is the most Oh, uh Wonderwall. Nope. Sound like that for me. Oh, same band, right? No. Uh Third Eye Blind. Yeah. 
Because that's, I think it's in Jumper. The, I think it's in the same fucking key, too. Isn't that crazy? It's in the same fucking key. Oh, that that's a, that's the out, same key. I think the Third Eye Blind has a case. Because it's not only the, the guitar. Dun, 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 it's his voice. Dun, 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 dun. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty. I wish you would step out from that ledge. I got it. Yeah. Cut ties of all the lies of you. I don't know the words, but you can hear it, right? Yeah. If you don't hear it, you're fucking. This record. This this record and. Third Eye Blind, just make me want to listen to our buddies in the dares, because they, they do this in their punk rock <laughs> nice. a little bit. Oh, they copy other bands? Is that what you're saying about no. the dares? I'm saying that they I do think that's this what you're saying, style. Corey. No, they're some of my best friends. This he's style. He's saying this, but he's sign language me. I know sign language, so is he. He's sign language me now. The dares copy every... Stop signing me, Corey. You're signing me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, yeah, it's in the same vibe. The, yeah. the pop, rock, Americana, like kind of Tom Petty, like modern Tom Petty. But dude, it's this funny song that I'm crazy. saying that. Like, like my buddy's band. It's like well, this other, just makes me want to go no, listen no, to the. That's a good, another good segue of the say say C way of the segue. Um, this uh, Danger Summer reminds me of early November. They like to fuck around with time changes, which they do, and it's this Americana rock vibe starting line. Post the other album we were talking about, uh, Best of Me, yeah, or even Post Island. Like once they got Post Island, they got kind of indie, and then they started sounding like this. And then uh, Copeland, Copeland, you like you listen to Copeland at all? Yeah, their new record was great. Oh, dude. I liked it. Oh, well, I got, I got, I only like the first two, but it's just like very acoustic rock. Um, so fuck this song. <laughs> The rest of the album's great. I like every other everything but that. Um, I gave it a 65 overall. Not great. Um, I think we maybe talked about it last week, but Corey and I are going to start... Every time we review something on music or movies or video games or books, or anything we review that we have a screening scale for, and it goes below 50. I think it was our line, right? 50? Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has 60, so we're going to do 50. We're going to write whatever that is on our, uh, what do they call that thing? The, uh, like a label maker? Label. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. <laughs> it seems so stupid now. And we're going to print out what it is, and we're going to write it, and we're going to post it on our trash can, our official scrutiny Tra- trash can, because <laughs> that's where you're going to go. Um, luckily, this did not make it. It's only an EP. Um, it's cool. If, if you're a fan of Vendor Summer, like I am, like early during the summer. A couple of albums, once they got too much money, I feel like, it got too radio. This is like back to the roots, simple. I, I like it during summer. There's some, I've heard some bad stories about the singer, unfortunately. Nothing specific, and I, but I don't know. I've heard bad things, but I try to ignore it. <laughs> you could be punk rock, right? I said Vicious was an asshole too, but everyone loves them. <laughs> And him, so dangerous summer. That was fun. It's a good album. Do you like them? You're eating, you're eating fake beef jerky. Beef, beef jerky. Yeah, vegan beef jerky. Delicious. Right, I, actually I like it last, better than last week. He made me eat this, and it, I like this wasn't. 
Surprisingly not. It's a different flavor, too. Oh. But I like... It's not the Carolina barbecue. It's a pepperoni. I like it a lot. Super good. But I would rather listen to Seaway. Sorry. But I like Seaway. I prefer to watch them both on one show. How about that? That would be cool. Right? Dangerous Summer opens for Seaway. This beef, fake beef jerky is good. It's just the tenderness. They're not... It's got to be a little harder. You know? Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, for sure. This soft. is, yeah. That's good, man. I'll give it to you vegans that you guys are getting close. All right. So, Corey, what are we doing next, man? Something kind of crazy <laughs> happened this week. Disney announced, like, they blew their load, so to speak, Literally. all over the entertainment industry and, like, well, announced was, everything. Well, to, to be fair, it... it if COVID wasn't happening, they'd be having their D23 Comic-Con ver- version of their convention. In which they would also blow their load yeah. upon the industry. So this was going to happen regardless, but obviously this was virtual. There's no cosplay or anything going on. But holy shit. Disney is throwing money around like yeah, fucking I'm like, crazy. Did you find money like... Up your ass or in the corners? Well, I mean, they're one of the biggest companies ever yeah, in the world, like, ever. But I mean, even with COVID, it's like, all investments, man. They want everyone to start getting on Disney Plus. It was rated. I, it was rated a uh, best app streaming. I think streaming app of from Apple. You know, and I won't argue that because it's great. It is amazing. Like Mandalorian itself is worth Disney Plus yeah. to me. Yeah. Like that's why. I, that's why yeah. I got Apple Plus. And and then you dig or, in uh, deeper and you find the gems like Imagineers, like that freaking show that is incredible. Um, and all the classics that and are now still on so, there. Yeah, now they're starting to put like and all the can, holidays. What stuff. I really like is if you go like in the Star Wars category or the Marvel category, they have you know certain categories and go down like Netflix does, but then they have like yeah. Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, or marvel through the the ages and then you can literally watch them back and you know as a fan like this is the next one after or then they also have one that's in real time like what happened at the uh, timeline the timeline like, yeah. um not mrs marvel what's a marvel what's the woman marvel? captain marvel captain marvel in that timeline is one of the first movies because yeah. in the 90s that yeah yeah before even iron man so I just like the idea they think about that stuff. I, yeah, well, th- that came up because I think the fans were saying, like, can you please do a um, like a choice to where all the Marvel movies are put in order for which they happen? And that's amazing that they look. Li- you know what else they listen to? And as a huge Simpsons fan, th- I'll have to I'll have to like you know give them praise for this. They. Had an aspect ratio of like it fit your whole screen, fit to screen type oh, thing. Oh, Simpsons thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people like were like, you can't see half the jokes that are happening. Well, to grant, like to be fair, th- the reason they did that first move, yeah, is to make it look better. Yeah, look better. They cropped yeah, it, they mastered it a little better, and it did look better. It but, looked great. Yeah, but it eliminated a lot of the things. The jokes. When you, when you yeah. have to master that on old, literal, like in the 80s, animation, 90s, yeah. not digital animation. You had to do that to make it look better, but they listened to their fans. They, they did, were like, yeah. "You're missing stuff. Some of the jokes are like Simpson jokes are in the background. We yeah. need to see that." Oh, and I'm Isn't so it crazy thankful. that Disney owns like the Simpsons. That's it's 
That's kind of weird. I think it's amazing because I mean, it's amazing, because Simpsons needs to end. Simpsons needs to end now because it's just it's gone on too long. It's too way too far. It stopped being good in my opinion after That's a whole other episode. Yeah, and I won't go too into it, but after season like that, ten, because I don't know a lot about the Simpsons. Yeah, I I I respect. And yeah, I love it, but I'm not a fan. Even as much as like I am South Park, I know like episodes of South yeah. Park. I don't really know episodes but, of Simpsons. Yeah, but here's the thing about it: like, it's I'm not going deep into the Simpsons thing. It's it's. Yeah, I think that Disney Plus can serve as a good vault for these shows that like where the hell else am I going to watch old seasons of the Simpson online? Like I like that they bought it because it's in one place now. Like I don't have They're to gonna like, take care of it. One, you, know? you know, a lot of people I know were kind of down on the fact that Disney bought the star Wars yeah. franchise. It's all in one place. Who now Who else is going to buy that and take care of it. Nobody and cherish it. That's the other word. Cherish it. Yeah. Disney, not only, I mean, it makes them a shitload of money, but the, you can tell that, like, the people down underneath the executives that yeah. are actually making these shows and the rides, they re- they're fans. They want to make it the best they want it. They're not going to, you know, go half-ass. They're going to go whole-ass. So, well, I, let me. I love that Disney took over all this stuff. Well, yeah. Walt, and like, I think Walt would understand where his company yeah. is. Yeah. I don't think he'd maybe not agree with it too much. But he would like understand. But like, and that's what Walt always wanted—like fa- everything to be in one place for the family to enjoy. With Disneyland, especially, like it's you can go anywhere. You can go in the future, the past, and like that's why I like Disney Plus so much, and that's why like Disney is buying these properties so that we can watch them in one place. I don't have to pay for it like eighty different Did times. You hear that they're raising the price a dollar. I'm like, that's fine. Those motherfuckers. Um. All right, let's get into everything they ejaculated on this onto us this week. And this this uh, oh, segment this segment is oh, yeah. called Disney. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the echo. Hold on, maybe they're gonna leave it. One second, go for it. Disney, Disney discharge. discharge. It's good. Okay. I have the Avengers music on because it's epic. Um. I am on the official D23 website, so I'm just going to go through their um, an- every annou- Disney Plus announcement. And, and I am on The Verge. Oh, okay. Of um, kicking your ass. No, I'm just kidding. Let's kind of start, because there's kind of four categories that Disney kind of did. They did Disney movies, straight Disney movies, like traditional Disney stuff that they're coming out with. Lion King, you know, that kind of stuff. They're going to re-up, start doing re-movies. They just did Dumbo. They're going to start doing more of those we'll get into. Now there's new Pixar movies coming out, which is totally like Disney on steroids, Marvel, and then Star Wars. So let's start with the Disney stuff. Um, Pinocchio, bro. I'm fucking but, excited about this. But yes, there's another Pinocchio coming out. I saw a trailer for that today. It's not Disney oriented. This this is the problem. Okay, and I'll skip a little ahead. They're doing another. Confused. They're doing a Peter Pan. Another Peter Pan movie. And that's the problem with Peter Pan. There's so many Peter Pan movies that have come in the last like 20 years that are not associated with Disney. It's just a a story that people can buy. Disney does. I don't think really owns the story of Peter Pan. Uh, uh, I think they own Pinocchio, but 
it's it's like in Robin Hood. Like that's why you see so many Robin Hood movies because everyone it's this, it's a cheap story you can fuck around with and, and make a movie of. Peter Pan, I've been disappointed the last few years. It's been terrible. There's been a few potential, but now that Disney's making it, I'm fucking down. Who is it? I don't know. Don't care. But if Disney's making it, I'm nothing, gonna, I'm nothing of my it. interest in that's Disney. Hook, though. Hook was awesome. I loved Hook. Oh, I actually no wait. I did see someone really cool is playing Hook. I think it's Jude Law. No, but I mean the movie Hook was great. Oh yeah, but that's like, you got to see it at the right age though. Non- if you see that for the first time when you're 30, you're gonna fucking hate it. But when yeah. you see it when you're like 12, it's Magical. like the coolest fucking movie mm-hmm. ever. Um, and they're also doing Pinocchio. Um, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. Back to the Future. I mean, he Do is... Do you think it's going to be in that, like, Polar Express styling? No, or is it live no, no, action? No, 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 It's going to be, like, a little bit of both. I think with the s- success of Lion King and uh, Jungle Book... Yeah. Um, with that half animation, half real, it, that's, they're, that's what this is going to do. John Favreau has laid the groundwork for that. Yeah, I think Robert Zemeckis is maybe going to take that and tweak it a little bit because he's he, you know, as much James Cameron gets a lot of praise for like doing the new frontier of CGI with Terminator and Avatar. Robert Robert Zemeckis, man, he's kind of underrated in that that department. You know, Back to the Future, Polar Express. I mean, I know a lot of people talk shit on Polar Express, but think about where CGI and like Pixar were at that time. It wasn't that bad. Like they were, it's not the greatest story or movie, but you look at the technology he was trying, trying his hardest to do. He was on it. So, um, Tom Hanks is gonna play uh, Geppetto, which fucking so. Wait dumb. a minute. Yeah. No. Buddy. No. 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 Wait yeah, a minute, buddy. Okay. No. Hold on. When I heard Tom Hanks was in it. I was like, oh, he's going to play Jiminy Cricket because his voice would work for that. No. Geppetto? He's, he's too old, dude. He's going to have the mustache. He's going to grow out the real mustache. I'm I'm totally in. Okay, I'm. he's going to do well no matter what, but he doesn't strike me as a Pinocchio. You would want dude. him as Jiminy Cricket? Yes, because his voice is perfect for Jiminy Cricket. I'll, okay, here's my argument. The only thing you're going to... Unless he does like some kind of different kind of thing all i'm gonna see is this little cricket doing woody okay did i get you there did i get you i there? still think there would be i got a, you there buddy no but, i got you there no but there's other maybe maybe he does like a dean martin impression or something. but there's other people that would have been no, good in. for geppetto's old as fuck not That's like the, so was tom hanks tom he's hanks not in, young anymore like man 50s i am 60s. so down for Tom Hanks to lean in trying to beat an old guy. Yeah, okay. He's you know trying I mean? to jump into the old man game. Then that's fine. He's made, he's made his living on the young, cute Tom Got Hanks. It. Okay. Now I want the handsome, old, distinguished Tom Hanks. Like you hipster I mean? Geppetto? Well, not, <laughs> not hipster. He will have the hipster uh, mustache. Um, what else? But then on? there's another... Okay, beyond that, th- there's yeah. a Pinocchio happening directed by Guillermo del Toro. I don't think that's happening. You don't think it's going to happen? No. I think with the announcement of this, I think Guillermo is going to kill it. Yeah. He's just going to pivot somewhere. Yeah. That, that stuff gets announced all the time. Like, even David Fincher, I was mentioning him here earlier, he was supposed to do a 20 Leagues Under the Sea like oh. 10 years ago. And I was like, fuck yes. I haven't never, even seen the happen. original. I've read part happen. of the book. So, if that stuff, 
it's yeah, that's how. The, what else live Hollywood action works. wise? Like, uh, um, also, here we go. Live action series set to debut on Disney Plus. Mighty Ducks, Game Changer, Emilio's back, bro. Turner and Hooch, a new. Speaking of Tom Hanks, Turner and Hooch, a new version of that. I don't know if it's gonna be a real uh, dog or a CGI. I hope it's a real dog, not a fucking CGI one. Um, some other bullshit stuff. Uh, National Geographic's doing some cool shit. I, f- I love that Disney bought them too. Disney, I think, respects. Epic. Um, just like I think I was saying, Disney took the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. National Geographic, they understand that it's important for not only like society, like we need people to go out and to like yeah. nature to show people in cities what's going on in, in real nature. So good on that. Um, funny enough, Disney owns Hulu and FX and 20th Century Fox. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Renewed for another four seasons. Are they going to eventually put that on Disney? Well, no, they have Hulu. It's, Hulu. it's, it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's the, See the like, oh, and there's another announcement that they're gonna that they're works. gonna release an ad-free Hulu package. I have that. Eighteen ninety nine oh. for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. That's I think that's gonna be the next step for all these streaming services because now it's like you, have, di- you have Disney, you have Amazon, you have Hulu, single, you have yeah. Netflix, you have HBO, you have Showtime. Well, it's and then, and then you probably have cable too. Your streaming services are about costing you the same amount yeah. every month that cable starting to. So I'm going to jump on the these, Disney train because Disney is col- going to buy it all. Yeah, these conglomerates are realizing, okay, let's let's take it back a little bit. We still make a lot of money from these fucking people, but they're not going to want to, they're going to start, especially in a pandemic, people's paychecks are way yeah. less now. So I like the move they're going to do. But yeah, I'm like, like you said earlier, uh, uh, F, uh, on the Always Sunny account on, on Instagram, they announced the, the four new seasons, and it said Always Sunny was originally pitched for a uh, 36 season arc. Luckily, we're like halfway there. And you, I believed it. It's not, no, no show has ever been pitched as a 36 season arc. I know, arc. I'm that's, joking. That's, okay, but that's not unheard really. of. Sunny in Philadelphia, is, I, I believe, is still uh, the longest running sitcom on cable television. Not network. Um, so good on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, what else? I just Let's, read, uh, dude. What I, else? Disney wise, though, not Pixar. Di- not Pixar, but Disney. Um, I don't know much more. Um, Disney Animation has stuff. Do we want to include Disney Animation with Pic? No, it's not no, Pixar. It's it's so different. Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney Plus. Uh, Baymax, a series based on Big Hero 6, which I love freaking Big Hero 6. Oh, I have some more here. Here we go. Uh, Zootopia Plus. Zootopia, come on. I like Dope that. Ass Underrated. Movie. Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2. They're rebooting Three Men and a Baby and Cheaper by the Dozen, and they're going to do a new sister act movie with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> nice. Tiana, based on Princess and the Frog. Sweet. Oh, right. I love that yeah, movie. That's, that's all right. Uh, a new Chip and Dale's rec- uh, Chip and oh, Dale yeah. Rescue Rangers with John Mulaney and Andy Sabberg. Holy shit. That's going to be that's funny. That's so good. That's going to be funny. It's going to be so like self-aware. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be, be one of those movies, those shows for like kids, but really for adults. Here you go. Uh, Pinocchio, Robert Zemeckis, Tom Hanks, yeah. Peter, Peter Pan and Wendy starring Jude Law as Captain Hook and Yara Shadari as Tinkerbell. Shadadi? I don't know who that is, but... Jude what Law, about, man. I love Jude Law. 
What about Moana? There's going to be a musical comedy series. I love Moana the music because of Lin-Manuel Miranda. I haven't seen it. You should should. see it just because of the music is amazing. Mm. Encanto, a new movie set in Colombia. Music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. I saw the trailer for that. That looked, I didn't show you much, much, but the animation looked really cool. And then Uwaju. Oh, look at this. It's oh, Uwaju is the show that now Disney's partnering with an African entertainment company where Uwaju is going to be like kind of a partnership between Disney and this African company um, that's going to come out. And that looks really good, too. Okay. Ooh. Uh, And a new Night at the Museum. I think they're rebooting Night at the Museum with Simon Pegg. New Jungle Cruise movie coming out. Uh, prequel, The Lion Queen. Uh, and Lion that King. will be giant uh, Jungle Cruises, The Rock, right? The Rock and Emily Blunt. Yeah. I was going to say, if you say, uh, what's his little guy, Kevin Hart, no. again, I'm going to. Yeah, it's, I saw that uh, there was a trailer out there. I think it was supposed to come out maybe like this, maybe during December originally. <laughs> it's, it's, it looked cool at first, but then it gets a little cheesy. Lame. CGI. There's like okay. some weird demon thing. I don't know. But whatever. And then a Cruella. Uh, Emma Stone's playing the new Cruella. Interesting choice. Prequel Lion King. And then a, they're going to do a live action Little Mermaid. Like Lion King kind of thing. Are they going to do with Lion King prequel to Lion King? Is it going to be like a animated version or is it I'm a sure live action? The, I'm sure it's going to be in the vein of the last Lion King. Um, the, the, the last Lion King as in the John live Cabrera. action? Okay. It's not live action though. There's well, no, like, versus, I don't mean live action. I well, mean like is, I mean computer generated versus. That's like, the difference, though. Is like yeah. Jungle Jungle Book is live action technically because it has a living person. In yeah, it. that's there's the no living person. No, there's no living person in Jungle Cruise. It's or, not a cartoon, uh, though. It's CGI. Yeah. Um, check this out. Uh, among today's biggest news was the reveal of Raw: The Last Dragon will uh, debut simultaneously on Disney Plus Premier Access and in theaters. March 21st, Premier Access for the title will be priced at $29.99. That's the same thing with Mulan. Mulan. I I thought, uh, I think it's going to happen in the future because HBO Max is going to start releasing movies basically at the same time as theaters. I think Disney is going to have to compete. So I don't think we're going to have to really pay extra, the extra $30 to watch a new movie streaming. It sounds, it's, it's like, it's a, that's a lot. Like if 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 you it maybe depends, charge though. if you it, charge like an extra five dollars yeah then it'd be like okay it's what well, it depends it's though because like thirty it, fucking dollars for a new goddamn movie like but if you're gonna watch it with like a bunch of friends and you like split it that's so, one thing so what we're the, the the studios that are putting out these movies are billion dollar companies it's true go fuck yourself <laughs> it's true we although you have investors. We are your real investors that are paying you the yeah. eight nine dollars a month every month for the our lives. Yeah. yeah, literally, this is gonna be the, the norm. So whatever, I, I think it's gonna change. But uh, all right, let's get into Pixar. Oh my gosh, most I'm so excited for Pixar because cool I stuff. love Pixar. Um, just the idea that there's gonna be a Lightyear movie about the guy that the Buzz Lightyear doll was based on. That's incredible. I totally think that because of the success of Marvel and like Doctor Strange and them being able to like seeing like, oh, we have these like other universes and like Rogue One and like, oh, we can do like these side things. I totally love that someone at Disney and Pixar got super high one night and was like, bro, 
what if we do like a movie that was literally like Buzz Lightyear? Well, dude, we made Toy Story and like it's not real. Like he's a he, he's a toy, but in that reality, he's just a toy. Yeah, but who is he based but on? What if the world? What if we made a movie based on the world? Really, what he thinks, bro? We got. I got. That's you. it. That's literally like yeah, for it's sure. A, it's a movie based on the world that Lightyear thinks it is. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, well, like the first isn't one. Isn't it based on the guy that the doll was designed yeah. after? Yeah. Yeah, but that's every doll. You know, every that's doll true. thinks that's his. But story Chris line. Evans, be I can't. I do cool. not know. Does they have they announced? I am very curious who they're gonna have play Zorg. Oh, I don't know. Because that's gonna show up, man. That's a movie, right? It's not a series. It's gonna be a movie, yeah. yeah. Original origin. It's an origin story for Buzz Lightyear. Love that. That's because that's one thing we got to figure out and nowadays. Then, is like, is it a series or a movie? Because that's it's Luca. Kinda... Luca, another a movie set in Italy, uh, Pixar movie, which awesome. That's cool. I see that. And then I see turning this, red. Yeah, I saw this one. This I I love red pandas, man. I don't oh, know. Me too. They're I cute. I don't know why they were never. They've never been like a character, and Cutest now they're making thing. a. Yeah, and this little this little girl is like it says. Th- listen to this: turning red about a thirteen-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda when she gets excited. That makes sense. Now, uh, so okay, cool. Now I get the uh, the photo of it. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, Pixar it's like the Hulk, kind of. Also, um, there's no video for it, but if the if you go on like Disney's Instagram, you'll see like a quick cut of. Everything they're ejaculating on you, Marvel, Star Wars, it's like a quick cut of everything. And for a split second, you can see they're going to do Doug, Doug Days, or Doug, yeah, Doug Days. The du- the dog from Up is getting his own animated oh. show. And I know, yeah. I know me and my cousin Ashley specifically are so excited about it because he is one character that we fucking love. He's obviously a dog. He's no, he's yeah. no goofy. He's no Pluto. No, because he can fucking talk to you. Yeah, and we're for years at at, at uh, Disneyland. Um, we've been trying to find. We found him a couple times, like early on. But the last few years, he's been in Japan. He's been in China, and they literally, if he's in China, he won't be like a small character like that. They literally have to like ship that one costume. I don't know. But for years we've been like looking for Doug, looking for Doug, and now he's getting his own show. Oh, so and the excited. best thing ever is like I, when you. Oh, I can't wait to take the little one to Disneyland. It's just it's gonna be incredible. Can I please? Um, can I please come with you? Yes, all the time. I dude. will. I will be your. You can buy official her official photographer, so you don't have to worry about. You can just buy her uh, like all uh, the little. No, that's your. That's your stuff. job. I'm gonna photograph. <laughs> I'm gonna videography you buying her cute princess shit. What is um, what's. P- Pixar popcorn shorts. Watch, speech, watch the peas, bro. Featuring iconic Pixar characters starting <laughs> streaming in January. I don't know what that is either. No, a lot of the stuff. So like, I think I feel like half the stuff is you. you we have trailers for which I want to. There's a few on here I want to play the actual like, trailers for, um, and there's some stuff that's just like announced. Like, yeah. hey, we're starting this. Like early stages so like the the pixar popcorn the doug days i don't think we're going to see this for like another maybe one to two years uh but it's cool i love that is still like literally in production so um yeah i don't think literally anything we like mentioned so far really doesn't have um an official like trailer worth playing 
It's just like a lot of really quick, even the light year thing. It's like just the logo. It's just the logo. It's all it is. But yeah, Chris, excuse me, I'm burping. Uh, Chris Evans is going to play uh, Buzz Lightyear or Lightyear, whatever. I'm very excited about that. I like the music transition. Let's get into it. Marvel. Oh, boy. Now we're getting to the major leagues. Marvel and the Star Wars. This is the good stuff. WandaVision. Well, hold on. Don't blow your Disney discharge load yet. Let's let's get into it. Um, cause this is where I think we want to start playing some clips. Um, I was going to say, WandaVision doesn't have clips, does yes, it? Yes, it does. Oh, that's one of the best. Let's, okay, let's get into it. That uh, They had put a... Um, like a teaser trailer out a few months ago but this new one that's come out it's way better it's um i have no idea what the show's about this is crazy um my prediction this is nothing on reddit this is going off my own personal marvel nerd nerdism i believe this show what we're going to see is what happened at the end of <coughs> excuse me not Endgame. What's the one before that? Not uh, Infinity Wars. Thank you. When Vision dies, Wanda dies. Spoiler alert. You know they get f- destroyed, and even that during that time warp with the time stone. I think whatever we're about to see in this series. This is not a movie. This is a series coming up. That's what we're seeing. Seeing because what it basically from the trailer we're we're you might be able to hear and if you want to go see it. They're a couple in like sitcom TV and they go through the decades like the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, but then there there's these weird moments where they're like, What's going on? Like they're self they're aware of where they are. But then they get brought back into this world and are forced back into it. So let's just play this real quick. I think I think it'll be able to translate a little bit. So what's a single girl like you doing rattling around this big house? Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. One. What's it We are an unusual couple. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. We just don't know what to expect. January 15th, man. I'm fucking excited about this. Howdy, neighbors. Hey, buddy. Wanda, what's up? Who are you? I don't know. Goosebumps, man. I'm getting goosebumps. I think something's wrong here. pretty awesome that looks like really grand (laughs) like big scope but what could it be about like yeah uh, and i mean it could be that weird middle ground of like what happens in the you know your subconscious and everything um okay that's that's i think uh, there's just so much marvel shit like there's a lot i'm looking at the the hawkeye 
Let's just okay. Let's go through the list. I have one more. Tra- I want another trailer. I want to play from Mar from Marvel. Um, the that this word. I don't want to play it yet. Mm-hmm. I'll play that next. Let's mention everything but that. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. A little on the fence. A little on the fence about them with the trailer. I'm not gonna play that one, but I'm gonna watch it regardless. But I don't know about the 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 chemistry with those two characters. It's it's a little weird. You know what I mean? Not yeah. That's not, not saying because it. he's black. Not nothing against that. It's just uh, the Winter Soldier is so like this desolate kind of, and he has nothing in common with this army. I don't know. I want. I'm curious. To well, see I think I think we're so used to like. Captain America being in that picture True. and like his chemistry with Falcon is very deep. Um, those two characters, are, it's like yeah, a past friend and a new friend, it really is. And now these um, friends have with, to get together with Bucky. It's a little like, yeah, he's kind of thrown in there. I don't I'm know. Curious. I, I like the trailer. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not, it's like I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. Um, Hawkeye, I see. Hawkeye, that's a movie, I believe. Not super stoked on it because I'm not a huge. Jeremy Renner. Well, here's a fan. can I say can I say a little bit uh sell you a little bit on it? Yeah. It's gonna be his daughter. Remember we saw an endgame where his daughter and she's training to become the new like Hawkeye. I like that. Now she's older. See, I like and that. So now they're like this duo. Yeah, see what I mean? I don't know who plays her. Um She Hulk. They're making a fucking woman Hulk movie. Down. Mm. Uh Moon uh Moon Knight. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I believe, is going to be next year. They're going to make a, a, a Groot movie. I think that's going to be animated. And then another one, um, I don't know. I'm not going to play a trailer for but if you guys could watch it. I'm, this one I'm, I've I heard about a long time ago, and there's a trailer for it. What If. Did you watch that one? Um, it's... It's really hard to explain because it's like think about the title. Like, what if we well, did this? For me, it it sounds the way. And tell me if I'm correct because I haven't seen the trailer. Tell me if I'm correct on this. It's no. What if certain scenarios happened to the characters that were different from obviously the way it turned out now? Like who? I don't know. Um, Iron Man. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the ones know. that are in the trailer. <laughs> it's Agent Carter becomes I don't know her like official name but she's the British version uh I think it's like uh something knight something and and I keep but she's like instead of Chris Evans what's his real name not Chris, what's his like real name not Cap, Captain America what's his um not Bucky Barnes um Why am I Steve uh Steve Rogers Rogers yeah So Steve Rogers getting the serum it's Agent Carter that gets the serum and so she becomes... Bit, and guys, okay, so I'm going to get real nerdy on you. Okay. I've read comics for years now. This stuff has all happened in comics yeah. already. So so that's yeah. So what I'm trying to lead into. It's is what's it's, I think they're trying to expand the universe that we know it into the comic book realm that no one knows about. Like, yeah, there is a British woman version of yeah. Captain America. There is... They do uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and instead of Quill being this little white kid, I'm pretty sure it's this little black kid from um, what's the the Black Panther country? Uh, Wakanda. 
I think that's instead of picking him up from like Ohio, he would have been in Wakanda. Yeah. So it's like this twist on these characters that we know and the storylines that we still know, but a little twist on. I them. like it. And then also, I forget what movie. I think it's um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yes, it is. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Rocket and uh, Blue Dude. Sorry. You okay there? <coughs> Coughing up. Too much jewel. Um, they're doing the speed jump. They're trying to get the to Quill, and they're doing like a speed jump. They're going through galaxies and planets, and for a split second, they do the cameo with with Stan Lee, and he's sitting like on this asteroid, talking to like these bald dudes in like robes, and those guys. I, I'm not a comic book reader. Is it Yondu? Yondu's the blue, the blue dude. Yeah. yeah, but these white guys, I believe, are the Watchers. Is that what they're called? The Vision? No, I think it's the Watchers. I think so. And basically what those guys represent is the actual reader of the comic. But they live in the universe of the Marvel. Like it's super like the super meta breaking the fourth wall reverse style. Like you are in you are the watcher. And the watcher, I believe, is the narrator of this what if show. They're He's explaining to you, but he's also you kind of this this weird thing. Um, down. I just it's super complex, makes you yeah. think I Meta, what yeah. if, man. I've always loved that 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 question with music and movies, just like, what if we did this? What if we did that? What if and if not, just move on. What if we did this? So uh, can you talk for a while? I'll talk There's while. just too much Marvel stuff. Blade. I can't even go. New Doctor uh, Strange movie. New Fantastic Four. Yeah, I'm kind of down um, for that, man. No one's, no one's just like the uh, Peter Pan movies. No one's tackled that. Other than Disney, not, I've even I see I've read the comics from Fantastic Four, and I'm sick and tired of people trying to bring it back. It's just but a dumb. They haven't brought it into the franchise and just, copyrights of what Marvel is. We know, but it's just such a dumb Sony man. Even the comic is dumb. Like yeah, but it just what if Iron Man popped in out of nowhere? Wouldn't that be fucking dope? I guess, but. Shut up. But let me just say The Incredibles is a better version of what <laughs> Fantastic Four is. So just leave it alone. That's a good that's a good um, argument. Uh Thor, uh New yeah. Love and Thunder, uh Christian Bale got announced yeah. as a new bad guy. Villain, Fucking yeah. down. Um, um Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars. Ant-Man I don't know what this stuff the, means. Another Ant Man and Wasp. And okay. I love Ant- I love Paul Rudd. Eternals, Shang Shang Shi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, like this stuff. I don't know what it is, but I'm Eternals fucking excited. Is, yeah, Eternals is going to be, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oops. Uh, Who's my, calling you, buddy? My uh, work. Good. Work. Turn off. Yeah. Um, but, um, what, what, what am I thinking of? I don't know. You tell me, buddy. What was I saying? Oh yeah, um, I'm. Ju- why am I so having such a hard? Kumail Nanjiani. There you go. Oh, He's in Eternals. Right. He's gonna be in Eternals. Yeah, right, right, right. I like that guy. He's a really good actor. One movie, or show. I'm sorry. This is a show that we didn't mention, and some of you nerds probably recognized the new Loki show. That's the new. Yeah. One. Now this one, I'll explain a little bit. It's in the trailer, and it's very audio or visual so you're not gonna be able to get it but basically during endgame when 
the Avengers are trying to go into time, trying to find the Power Stones and recapture them. And Iron Man and Captain America and Hulk go back into like the first Avengers and try to find it. And Ant-Man kicks the case away and Loki gets the, uh, what's the blue stone? Is that the power? What's it called? The Tesseract? Tesseract. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. The Tesseract. And he grabs it real quick and then fades out into like another dimension. Now, going on into that storyline that we know of, of Endgame, it, it, they fuck up that. And then they have to go back into like 1942 and find uh, uh, Stark, the, the father Stark, Daddy Stark, and get the Tesseract that way. So that way, now they have it. So it's that timeline that we saw yeah. Loki steal it is it's doesn't matter. It's it it's regardless. It's like a you think of time travel. That little stem of time is pointless now because now they killed Thanos and everything's good. And but that timeline still exists though in in physics and stuff. And that's where this story basically goes. He gets the Tesseract and goes into this new dimension. And now we have this new side story of Loki in this interdimensional thing that I'll take. I'll let Loki take it from here. We'll see how it goes. So they're taking Loki into to jail. Thor and Iron Man hustle over the Tesseract. Ant Man kicks the Tesseract right to Loki. Or no, it gets to Iron Man, and then he and then Hulk kicks him. Flung to Loki. Picks it up, and now we are in this new show with Loki. Sitting on some sand. Very Iron Man, uh, Iron Man like, huh? Sits up, looking around. Some weird Mongolian villagers look at him. This is Hitchcock, man. This is that violin. Tension. Love it. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Where I lie, I don't like to talk. Oh, and that's But you do like to lie, which you just did. Because we both know you love to talk. Talky, talky. How long have you been here? I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. Glorious. That's very audio. But it looks fucking cool. <laughs> the music sounds dope too, man. Kind of, he's being judged, kind of showing his past things, being in prison. Owen Wilson's there, being a dick, gray hair. Great visuals. Too, so every every letter is like different every time. 
What did you expect? Was he Joker? And then everyone points their knives at him. See, I'm I down, don't, dude. I'm I don't know. Down. I'm, I am down. I'm going to watch it. But come on. Like, there's Joker at the end. Like, look at me. Well, that's that's that is Loki though. He is like the Joker almost of the is Marvel. It, well, he in really is, mythology, man. he's the trickster figure. But yeah. like beyond that, what is this? Avengers. So like, I Disney's got shit. Star Wars. I mean, I I don't even know if we can really. Can we can we go pee again? Sorry. Can we like speed through Star Wars no, right after? There's no yeah after yeah. All right. We won't. We don't. We won't do a. We won't play a whole song when we did Danger Summer. We'll be right. Wait, hold on. Wait, I want to do some music while we're going in. Since we're gonna start, is there anything Marvel else you want to talk about? Not really. Okay. We're gonna play uh, New Hope, man. Here we go. We'll be right back. Disney Discharge. Woo. Discharged all over the place. Finish that much, really. Finally. All right. Um, so. Thanks for the pee break. All right. It's quite a bit here um, to get through. Mandalorian has a lot of. You know, as we know, Mandalorian's an amazing show. The last two episodes specifically have been amazing. We're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive on Mandalorian when it's season finished. two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are a fan, watch it now, and then I I, I don't want to do like an episode breakdown of each episode. Yeah, but I I kind of want when we do an episode of it, I want to kind of do an episode. Yeah, breakdown season two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But not to. Uh, um, but there's gonna be spinoff shows, uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna be about. I don't really, you know, have much of an idea. I love the song. Oh, and since you're playing this, who's playing Darth Vader in the new show? New, new uh, one of the new. Hayden Christensen. Yep, he's back, man. Obi Wan Kenobi. We're gonna do an Obi Wan Kenobi. Even though he's terrible, I hope yeah. he's improved. He was awful, awful, awful. It's when I okay, heard okay, that news, on. I hold was on. like, you could have chosen anybody. Hold on. Go ahead. I'm blaming George Lucas. George Lucas. The job of a director, yeah, it's not only to reel in the circus that you're making a movie or TV show, or whatever. Right? Yeah, but on the day, like they say, when you're when they say on the day, it's meaning you're in the scene, cameras are ready, lights are up, you're going to go. It's on the day. As a director, you need to get the best performance out of your monkeys, aka actors. I call them monkeys because that's what they are. They're there to fucking perform, do, your, do your bidding and perform. I blame George Lucas for Hayden Christensen's bad acting. We the, the problem with like versus like Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson was was in terrible Twilight movies, right? But post that, we're like, oh shit. Yeah, good actor. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's kind of good. So actor. Hayden Christensen needs Hayden, to be that. He just never got the chance 
to be Robert Pattinson. He got so fucking beat up by the Star Wars nerds and the film critic community because of Star Wars. If I was him, I wouldn't want to work again because everyone's going to see him as like Darth Vader, shitty Darth Vader trying to be in this romantic comedy or, you know. So that's why we haven't seen him in a while. And now the dust has settled. Some people like the prequels. Some people don't. The people that don't at least respect him because it's part of the storyline. Yeah. I think I I think it's this is going to be. I think good. it's good timing. I think he's a little bit older. Uh, what's his name? Is back as Kenobi. Um, not Jude Law. Thinking of Jude Law. <laughs> what's his fucking name? Jude Law. No, who's playing Ethan? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, not you, Ethan. You gotta say it like Ewan McGregor. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's yeah he's coming back as as Kenobi, and so basically this is. After New Hope, pre Mandalorian. No. No, 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 no. Sorry, because the Darth Vader's done. I think it's, it's, sorry, it's in between. It's like before Rogue One. Darth Vader doesn't die. Shut up. I know. I, I corrected myself. I knew I was wrong. I think it's what I read was it was pre Rogue One, but post. Episode three, because Rogue One literally leads into New Hope. This is in between Darth becoming Darth Kenobi. Yeah, we don't know what Kenobi did. That's yeah. the fun thing about the series. Is so like, now we get to see where he was at. What yeah. was he doing in Tatooine? And for sure, being an old and it'll be in the good. Caves. It's just here's my problem. There's so much coming out. I'm not going to be able to keep track. I'm not even going to be able to keep up with any of it. Especially with the Marvel on top of that, It's just, it's not a bad thing. It's like first world problems too much, right? But like at the same (laughs) time, like focus it because Mandalorian is a perfect example. There's not much in the Star Wars world going on besides like Mandalorian and it's fucking amazing. And I love that weight. We're becoming this spoiled... Like, yes. we have yes. new shit every yes. day. It's yes. like, why don't we wait? What about the wait? Like, it's, that's well, nice. That's, you know? But with this announcement, that's yeah. what the, some of these are. We're getting the... They're, yeah. They're literally filming the, the new Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi movie uh, show in January. That's when they're Good, starting. Yeah. So we're not going to maybe see it for a year. For a year, yeah. A lot of this stuff is just like, hey, it's... Okay, so, like, Comic-Con and D23 and... To, to tide you over. No, no, no. Not even the consumer. It's for their investors. This kind of shit is a show that people that own stock in Disney like, hey, we're doing our job. We are planning for the future. We are doing this stuff. Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar. Ten year, we're looking almost 10. These guys, I especially Pixar when it comes to animation. Yeah. These guys are planning for shows 10 years ahead. Yeah. That we have no clue about. Into technology that we have no idea about. Like they're already t- tapping into this stuff, VR, who knows where, but they know. Pixar, yeah. Disney knows. So a lot of these announcements that we've annou- like, announced, uh, us, it's been fun, but we're not going to see a lot of this stuff. And some of it we probably maybe, won't see maybe because years. some of it might maybe get canceled years. too. And that, yeah, I mean, and then a lot of this is ba- based on what's been popular. We're not we're, the only reason we're seeing a Kenobi show is because Man- Mandalorian was so fucking good and popular. Season one, 
that it's fine. So now they're like, oh, now we can start doing all this. Since that was so good, we're going to use that outline for that show for all these other shows, Marvel. So they're using the same basic playbook for Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, even their own Disney movies. Like, Disney's not fucking stupid. Like, they're doing it right. So, um, so we got the Obi-Wan thing. Um, Rogue Squadron. It's kind of a cool... Do you see that trailer? A little no. teaser? Let me bring that one up. But let me just say, yeah. as a Star Wars... Dude, I've been watching Star Wars since I was shit in my pants, which was like two years ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, it was like... I, I was watching Star Wars when I was too young to talk, basically. Yeah. And like... One of the things I have to say is that the newer movies, like Rogue Rogue One, I I loved hated oh, no. that movie. As a Star I Wars fan, movie. I hated it. Like as like a okay, hold on. As a Star Wars I, fan, going into a boxing match, Rogue One versus Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Oh, go fuck yourself! Are you fucking? Serious? I love Last Jedi over that. Last Jedi was a piece of shit, and we all Last Star Wars Jedi, fans fucking know. See, it. for me, Last Jedi was what Empire Strikes Back oh was. Oh my god! No, give me a minute. Oh my god! Give me a minute. Corey. Give me a minute, and I'll tell. Of the newer stuff, obviously not on that the level. That is the best movie. That's the best Star Wars movie best, of all. Empire well, it's one of Back, the best movies of all time in general. That's number one Star Wars movies yeah. of all time. Well, Empire it's Strikes one of my Back favorite is, movies of any time. No, Star Wars fans. Put Empire number one. It is number one. Always. Yeah. And so you're comparing Empire to Last Jedi. Yes, because just because it's let, number two of the three on. series. Let me let me explain it though. Uh Empire Strikes Back bad. was in between two movies, uh and two movies that were directed by the same person. Am I not wrong? Am I wrong? That's why Empire is better, because it wasn't directed by George Lucas, because George Lucas is a terrible but, director. But let me let me say this. JJ <laughs> Abrams Good yeah. director, right? But did did not think outside of the box with when it, I'm gonna and I'm gonna go there. He is not one to think outside of the box. My back to the microphone. Okay, so he is not on a real level. He is not one I have felt has thought too far out of the box. His filmmaking is better than his ability to like tell a story or like to show a okay, story continue. i'm gonna say that i have a good rebuttal Keep the going. middle the middle movie to me was the experimental it was like hey let's try something different this is a different story it's directed by somebody different and like it gave me something i wasn't expecting and i didn't think it was bad i honestly did not think that movie was a bad movie um i don't think it was anywhere in you're you're coming off a guy that like nothing matches the original saga at all mandalorian any of it the original every star wars fan can agree with that the original saga being said yeah but last jedi is better than rogue one by far okay you want to know why too the directing the actors in that movie, I didn't give a shit when all of them died. I was like, oh, okay. None of them had any character. The acting was like super flat and just like bland. Sorry, keep letting them go. And I went to watch the I went to watch this with Andrew. big one of the biggest Star Wars. You gotta fans. have him back on the show. Both of us. Hey, watch those peas, buddy. Sorry. Both of Bo- us. Or in the bees too. Both of us 
thought the same thing. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad movie, Last Jedi. Rogue One, we hated, both of us, because we were like, we had no... We did not feel for those characters by the end. Like, I... Liz was with us too. All three of us at the same time. Just a resounding, that was not a good movie. Like, but everybody will argue with me, it's the best Star Wars movie since Empire. I'm like, no, Solo Solo is a better movie than Rogue One. A hundred percent. Is it my turn? I'll argue that. Is it my turn? Go ahead. Okay. Enjoy your wine. First off, J.J. Abrams. I know we're gonna end this soon. I know, I know, the listener wants to end it, and you gotta go to bed soon. But you just said a bunch of shit, and I gotta rebuttal it. J.J. Abrams, okay. When he got pitched Star Trek, he did the Star first Star Trek, which I fucking love the first. Far Trek. better than the remakes of the Star Wars. You are movies. M- the Star my, Wars. Movies. You are helping my argument. Go. At that time, when he was in pre-production for that movie, the idea of having a sequel to episode six was no one yeah who's gonna continue that star wars it's like a classic no one's gonna stop that like so and and jj being a nerd like we are he loves star trek he loves star wars but i think he loves star wars a little bit more than star trek and knowing okay i'm never gonna be able to do a star wars movie that sucks all right but i'm getting off of this star trek movie it's kind of in the same vein all right i'm gonna take all my tricks that I've been saving for my potential dream Star Wars movie, and I'm gonna do Star Trek. Start doing Star Trek. One, the I think he did the first one, didn't do the second one, and then did the third one, like Star Wars. Yeah. But then guess what? Disney bought fucking Star Wars, and they started fucking ejaculating all their Star Wars shit all over to the fans. Yeah. No one ever saw that coming, and then Disney was like, "Oh, hey Abrams, I saw we saw how good you were with the Star Trek movies. Do you want to come over and do Star Wars movies?" And JJ was probably like, "Oh fuck, dude, I just blew my." whole sci-fi nerd load all the stuff I was holding for Star Wars on the Star Trek fucking shit. Yeah. Which was great. Which was great. I'm glad he did. But when he started Star Wars you know, can I, you know what I mean? Like he... Can I posit the idea, something on that note? It was never in the atmosphere of yeah. like making movies for Abrams. Can I posit something on that note? I guess. If I told my daughter tomorrow we're gonna watch... Star Trek The Next Generation or Star Trek the the she's not going to have the any Abrams interest. versions or the no the originals no interest so if let, yes. let's put it this way you're helping my argument yes no interest it's boring yes like I, I like it but it's boring it is and it's whatever Star Wars if I show 4, 5, and 6 okay it's, here's the um, difference though they're going to love Wars it was, Star Wars was a TV show it, it's a totally different animal but that's the point. Though. But even the movie, like the 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 movies, like you the, can't, you didn't like the first Abrams Star Trek movie. I did. No, and that's that's my point. Is that like when you take something that's like not so good, and you make it new and because fresh? Because Abrams, that's that's my point. Is Abrams had this property Star Trek? Yeah, that was available, had shitloads of money, and was able to film whatever he wanted and write whatever he wanted to do. Star Wars. It was like remaking Citizen Kane. No one was yeah, ever going to do it. I can argue that. And then after Star Trek was made, yeah. and that franchise became a billion-dollar franchise. For sure. And then Disney bought Star Wars. Disney was like, hey, JJ, we want you. Yeah. There's, who else would you have wanted to have? Nobody, to because he did the Star Trek thing. So, but 
But if Star Wars uh. didn't continue, it would still be classic to this day. Like, the, I don't think it needed anything further. You were argu- are arguing different arguments that I'm trying to do. Well, no, but... The, the argument was Last Jedi. But Last, Last Jedi, Jedi is terrible. It's not directed by Abrams. It's bad. Luke Skywalker brushes his, his fucking shoulders off, and and Yoda makes some... I forget what the quote is, but some bullshit. Okay. Just, we, we've got off topic. We got to do announcements. Regardless, none of those, none of the, all of the new Star Wars stuff say, to me. Corey's wrong. No, the all of the new Star, <laughs> Star Wars stuff to me is just like cotton candy. It's like, okay, cool. I like it. Uh, if I eat too much of it, it's fucking I was actually disgusting this, I was actually and it gives me a headache, right? Watching Mandalorian. Do you think George Lucas watches Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. He's been on set for it. Of course I he know. would. Of course he watches it. Does he though? Yeah, I think so. I think he's a nerd enough to watch it. I also think he's a little stuck up in his own could be fucking but George Lucas world where he, I know this has been on record like he's been quoted like he doesn't like how Disney has taken his franchise. He didn't like 789. See he but like part of, see but part of that I agree with cuz like And also fuck George Lucas yeah. he's a terrible director. He Although is. he's given us this world that we love. Yeah. I don't like George Lucas. He's yeah. a fucking pompous little asshole. But but there's only so long that this needs to go. Like there really is. There like Oh, so Disney's going to stop making movies and making money? No. This is a but, franchise they put a billion dollars in. They're never going to stop making this But stuff. my point is that they do original ideas so much better. Toy Story, like Pixar, like that was just the done, idea though. of buying. That's a, that's a separate entity. Pixar was not even okay, associated. Even go back. Thing. Remaking like classic. That wouldn't happen without Pixar. Rem- no, remaking classic fairy tales to be their own. Like that. Princess and the Frog, like newer ones, Frozen, all of that stuff. Like all of that, all of that is just magical. And like I, Moana, um, uh, what's it, Baymax, um, Big Hero 6. All of those movies. I'm sorry, but like Star Wars, Star Wars, Pixar. Star Wars is a deep love of mine. And like I, to say Last Jedi is shit, we also have yes. to say the new. Th- all of them are like I, nowhere I, near I like, what the I old like, ones are. Um, what's the first? Force one? Awakens. Force Awakens was great. I think that was. I think it tried its hardest to try to hit all of make every nerd yeah. Star Wars heard kind of semi happy. Yeah, it didn't disappoint like the this pre- prequels did. Last Jedi came in and really disappointed. To it be was, honest, it was a I, little too corporate. Hold on, you did your argument. Now it's my turn. Last Jedi was too corporate. It had fucking. Frogs, porgs, whatever those <laughs> fucking things are, and it just and I love Ryan Johnson, right? He yeah, he's it. awesome, Looper, dude. I fucking hated that he got roped into the Disney shit, even though it was a dream come true to him. Yeah, I fucking love that. But I would have loved if he did an R-rated movie instead of a PG-13 yeah. Star Wars movie. And then it was terrible. And then guess what? Abrams comes back and does the last one, and then like no one likes it. How else are you gonna fucking tie up? That entire that is an impossible task to tie up episodes one through eight into a final yeah, like for sure everyone that was like oh fuck the emperor and all the whole, fuck you 
And How to, else are you gonna end well, that fucking story? To be honest, I I liked no, uh, what is it? Seven, eight, nine. Um, yeah. I liked them. I I like all of them. I like one, two, and three as well. I don't hate them. I think it's. I think they're as nostalgic a, as, as trilogies. It's four, five, six. Yeah. One, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, seven, I'll eight, nine is that. on the bottom. It's it's, it's got to be in the bottom. And to be honest, I like I just. I, there's too much of a fight against it, but at the same time, I hate when like people are like that middle one sucked. I'm like, well, technically, look at the third one too. Look at the last one. Like all of them had their issues. This is and be like endless, endless debates, yeah, among generations for for sure. centuries to come. I just can think, I play a fucking trailer, Corey. Yeah, you can. Because we got what is this. it? Rogue One or so whatever Rogue Squadron. I don't know anything about this other than this fucking cool teaser. Look at this timing again. Timing on this episode is perfect. I'm not trying for it. Here we go. Oh, we got stupid. Fuck you, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is homophobic. Don't let anyone forget. Here we go. Hey, I don't like him. I love to move fast and speed of any kind. I think that that's because I grew up the daughter of a great fighter pilot, and every day I would Wait, wake up and go outside and look up see my father and his squadron taking off and their F-4s roaring across the sky and it was the most thrilling thing still I've experienced in my entire life. So when he lost his life in service to this country, I, it ignited a desire to, in me to turn all of that tragedy and thrill into one day making the greatest fighter pilot movie of all time. But try as I might and look as I did, I couldn't find the right story ever. I kept looking and looking, but I just couldn't find the right one until now. Now I found a movie about two things I love. So I'm gonna see you very soon. She's put on an X-Wing helmet. In a jumpsuit. She's walking out to an X-Wing fighter. Okay. Corey doesn't. He's so fucking like. I'm just jaded. So tired of this. No, shit. I'm just so jaded by all of it. Like Ugh. her story is beautiful and touching. Okay, so that was Patty Jenkins talking, and she's awesome. Do you know? Do you know what she does? She's she's done. Um, remind me, what did she do? She's okay. This is the thing. Disney's stealing her a little bit. Yeah. What did she do again? She did DC. Yeah. The Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah, Woman Wonder movies. Woman. So she did the first one and the new one's coming out. So she's she's kind of it's like the pro-woman yeah. film. I'm so stoked for that. Yeah. But fucking Star Wars. Like, you know I, get okay. Okay. I get it. Okay. I get you know it. I get you know it. I get it. I get it. Can I help you? In, uh, I feel like you're really resist, resistant. Resistance to... Especially the Star Wars stuff. The Marvel stuff, I think we're on board. We're, we're, whatever it is. Star Dude, Wars stuff, like Rogue One. Ten different series, movie series stuff. movie okay. stuff. Like, okay. come on. Can, can I, can I just help you? Yeah, do it. Enjoy the ride. I will. Put, I will. Just put yourself in your twelve-year-old shoes, and don't try to make yourself a thirty-year-old. And yeah. I know I was just talking shit on Last Jedi. Yes, there are moments in Last Jedi. I actually love 
when the the last fight and the the ground well just the, the end of the they movie hit the is ground, awesome. they hit the ground and it becomes red the, the dirt is red that was Ryan Johnson trying to bring blood into his PG-13 movie without bringing blood and made everything bloody red yeah. without blood so I enjoy the ride as much as I hate Last Jedi I still enjoy it I still it's like a Star Tours yeah. movie I'm sitting there I don't fucking care what they bring me like Mandal. I could destroy Mandalorian and how it's such a good movie or show. But, but you could say it's very soap opera. You could start destroying yeah. it like a 30, 40 year old film critic. That's not what these 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 shows and movies aren't built and written for yeah. 30, 40 year olds. For sure, they're built for twelve year olds, dudes yes. and girls. Yeah, stop comparing them to Citizen Kane. But. But at the same time, like, I, it's not about the quality of it. Mandalorian's incredible. Um, I bet her show will be incredible. That's a movie. But it gets lost in the muck of, like, you're releasing this and this and this and this and this. And it's like, I can't keep track of it all. Is this a Star Wars thing? Let go. Yeah. But I can't watch it. I can't watch it all. It's okay. (laughs) Just let go. Just this. It's gonna make it easier. This this is one thing too, like in a narrative, creative thing with music and yeah. mo- and movies. Everything has been done mm-hmm. in human history. Every time, every type of storytelling, every type of story, every type of everything, everything's been, been done. done. Now, yes. now we are living in the world of flipping and spinning what we know. Yeah, the, the Frankenstein stories, the the Wizard of Oz stories, the Moby Dick stories. Now we're putting that and laying that storyline over Marvel and Star yeah. Wars. Fucking enjoy the ride, dude. Well, I want it all, but I want it to move at a slower pace that's like actually... Like I said, you know, everything... I know that Disney, we, we brought a lot yeah. to this episode. I know it's a lot. But like I said, it's going to be over years. Some of the stuff they announced, we're not going to see for two years. Like Hopefully, yeah. The Moana 2. The the Lightyear movie, we're not gonna see that for 2022. We're not gonna see that movie, especially how theaters and stuff and like streaming is twisting and and, and manipulating how this industry works. Who knows? I know, I know it's overwhelming, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's a lot. It's good to be overwhelmed. It's a big tidal wave of nerdism. Enjoy it and bathe in mm-hmm. the nerdism. I also love that. Disney not only is making so many shows, it's a lot of jobs. It is, yeah, you're right. One thing, although I love the jobs, I love the industry, it's making people work, and but I can't work on these shows. Do you know why? Hmm. Guess why I can't work on any really type of Disney shows. I don't know. Union, unionized. That's a good. That's a good answer. I don't know why. They're not filmed in California. Oh, okay. California sucks now at tax breaks. Fuck Gavin Newsom. Sorry, I'm gonna say it. I don't like that fucking guy. I don't like Garcetti. I don't like. As far as I am, to, I know it's getting kind of politi- politics, but it comes into the film industry. As much as I am de- democratic. I am progressive and a little bit Republican, and the Democrats, especially in Hollywood, have ruined Hollywood. 
Although there is a lot of jobs, and I am working a lot. But a lot of the filming is... They go to Georgia. Yeah. They're going to Canada. They're going to England. They're going to fucking Australia. They're going to New Zealand. They're going to other countries. And and it's because there's no more tax breaks. And it's really yeah. sad. Like, every Marvel, Disney movie, Star Wars stuff, it's not filmed in California. It's not. Sorry, guys. Like, it's, you, you would think Hollywood, Disneyland... It's right here. Like ABC Studios, Disneyland, it's right in the whole heart of Hollywood. I drive by it all the time. None of these shows are being made there. I, I, I don't think. I mean, there could be some pickup shots. I'm not saying 100% is not being made here, but it's really sad that like some of them in my position that's trying to get on these shows. You I, can't, yeah, I can't. because of that. Not to say that these show, the type of shows aren't being made in, Cal, in, in Hollywood. They are. But Disney, Tyler Perry, I, I love Tyler. I, I don't like Tyler Perry's creative side. I think his stupid dress up as an old woman thing movies kind of dumb. Yeah, it's really dumb. But guess what? It got him almost a billion dollars in revenue. And then he was able to make his own studio in Georgia. That's one of the most high-tech studios in the world. And it's run by mostly minorities. It's mostly black, Super Hispanic. Cool. And although I'm white, it kind of sucks. I love that. That's yeah. Cool. It's women, a lot of women too. And But I live in California. And this is where Mank, like we were mentioning earlier in the show, Citizen Kane, Mank, all those... Original movies were made here in the studios in our backyard, and they're not anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's the only downside of all these Disney shows. Yeah, that's but it'll. I mean, I'm gonna watch them. I in it'll probably change my mind. Like everything, I'm a cynicist. Like I, I go into things like being like I'm gonna hate it, and then I end up loving it. Like Mandalorian, I'm like, uh, whatever. And then I went into it, and I'm like, I'm a kid again. It's awesome. My daughter is gonna watch all these shows. She's fucking better. You know, she's <laughs> she's going to watch all this and I I complain about it, but you can only live in the moment that is happening. And like when these things come out, I'm going to be like, I get it. I don't claim to understand anything. As in much Hollywood. As I was saying about work. Yeah, that's why I like I'm La- not going to stop Jedi. watching these fucking that's shows. Why, that's why I like Last Jedi when I was sitting there watching it and like the fighting scenes happened and all the like special it's all effects. made in China, it, too. It was just, to me, it was that, like... That's the other side of it, too. All that CGI yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's not made in America. And I, it like, it's all it, made in China and North... Or not yeah. North Korea, South Korea. That's, and it, those it, jobs are not made in America. Either. Yeah. And it's just all of that captured my attention. That's why I love, like, Star Wars. Even when I hate it, it's still awesome. Like, it'll always be awesome. That was out. I think that was everything. Was there anything we, we missed? Nope. Um, In a 15-hour episode. I know it was a lot. Oh, there is one more. The Star Wars Andor. I know you hate Rogue One. <laughs> but they're doing a side story of the side story. The Not the girl in Rogue One, but the dude, like the Hispanic guy. His name is Andor. They're doing a side story. Diego Luna? I don't know what his real name is. Is that him? Um, yes. Yeah, Diego Luna. Yes, that is. You're right. They're doing a side story nice. of his character, and I think it's a like a prequel, like that season, like that show will end 
when Rogue One starts, I think. Got it. And that's huge, too. That's a Hispanic. That's a lead actor. I know a Mandalorian guy. He's kind of... His, yeah. What's his name? Um, oh, he's Spanish. Um, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. But yeah. this guy... I think he's Spanish. This... Uh, uh, what's his name? I th- right. Let me make sure I yeah, get that Yeah, you're right. Pascal's right. Uh, God damn it. Luna. Diego Luna. He's, like, really, like, Spanish. Like, his accent is huge. Like, you can really tell. So I appreciate that Disney's, like... No, oh. no, no, no. I apologize. Oh. Chilean. Who is? He's Chilean. Pedro Pascal. Who is... What is Diego Luna? Diego Luna? Look it up. I'm going to wrap this episode up. That's another episode. Mexican. That's, there you He's go. Mexican. Oh, dude, that's huge. I thought he was Spanish, but... To be oh, Diego Luna's awesome, though. Like, he was really, really solid in that movie. Who I th- did not like in that movie was the girl, the female role. Oh, she was so weak. Oh, her and her little rabbit teeth. Whatever. That, but that show versus Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I, I don't. Some might, some people might not know that it's not green screen or blue screen. Like they're not doing yeah. real CGI. It's like this new thing called uh, virtual sets. Where it's a 360 panoramic screen that displays the background of where they're at. If they're on ice, if they're in a jungle. So it's all done on the same set? On a set, but like maybe you see them standing on some dirt and you see them standing next to some bushes. That's real. The ground, they, they build the set based on the background and then they don't have to do lighting anymore. Super ba- cool. Basically, they don't have to put lights anymore because the LED screen where the sun is on the set, that's it projects enough light that it Super makes this, cool. It's just yeah, that's a new technology that Disney's definitely taking advantage of with these new shows. But it's awesome, yeah. This Andor with Diego Luna, they're not doing that. They're building like Full on. I'm, they might Practical do a little bit, stuff, yeah. but they did. They they released a behind the scenes, what the show is gonna be basically about, and it's they built fucking real sets, and I love that. Um, so yeah, okay, that's it. I think that's it. All of it. Oh, bad, but bad batch. It's animated, but it looks cool. Did you ever get in the Star Wars animated stuff? Anime. Animated. Oh, uh, Clone Wars Clone and stuff. Wars and stuff? No, we're gonna start watching that during. I want to do that too. During, uh, it's, not break. Of, it's not my cup of tea, but trying to be a, a completist of Star Wars culture. If you want to do well, that, I've heard if Clone Wars. A, I've heard Clone Wars is incredible. So with Mandalorian now, there's some Clone Wars characters now coming into Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So you kind of need their background. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Let's end this shit. Hey, pop quiz. Who is this? This is So So Scrutiny Podcast. You can check us out on SoSoScrutiny.com. Um, you can check out some of my own video stuff at SoSoScrutiny.com slash RamArtMedia. You can get the tab on our website. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, please rate and review us on uh, iTunes. It means a lot. We don't have one review, man. We have, we're five out of five stars on iTunes, but there's no written iTunes review. If you write one, whoever is out there, we're going to send you some shit. I'm going to look out for you. If Promise. You, whoever is the first one to write an iTunes review for us, I'm going to send you a bunch of shit. So look out for that. 
also, we have another fun, uh, fun game. A few episodes back, more than a few. At the, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a hint. I think we mentioned it last episode, but this is a better hint. A few episodes back, at the very end of the episode, I mentioned a key word, key phrase. If you email us, DM on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you message us that key phrase. We're gonna send you a bunch of free shit. Cool, Corey. You're looking at me like, what? We're gonna send them people. We will. No, we're gonna send you a bunch of free shit. So, please go listen to like old episodes. We love that. Um, Where'd I go? I don't know who this is. Pop quiz. Yeah, you don't know who this is. This is new. Every time I die. Oh, it's awesome. They have a new album come out. They put out two new songs. The album's called A Colossal Wreck Slash Desperate Pleasures. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the name of the two songs. I don't know what the name of the album is. Um, but I love this. I love this band. What else, Corey? Happy holidays. Happy it's holidays. starting. Yeah. We're going to do some more podcasts during this break. We'll have some good stuff. The, the good thing about my co-host is... He lives on a teacher schedule, so we're on. We get summer breaks and winter breaks. Oh and, yeah, heck and yeah! Thanksgiving breaks and well, Easter breaks. Goodies and, during the. And we're trying to do as many episodes as we can during that time. What else? Nothing. I love you, Corey. You too. All right, man. It's been so so screeny podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. See you guys later. Later. <laughs>